Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Early Bird Chat number 152 on this Every Second Matters, the second day of October 2022. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, and welcome to the Early Bird Chat. Let's see who we've got out there this morning. Let me go ahead and get my... uh, Get my ticker started there. Let's look out in the comments and see who's out there today. First one in, as usually is, Kingpin. Good morning. Uh, Tactical Fud. Buck from Arkansas is out there. PNW Woods has joined us, as has 223DMR. We have Gun Websites with us this morning. Also, Constitutional Carpenter is out there. Sam of Anarchy 92. Good morning. Brian Bridges is out there. Uh, Gunmetal Guy USA is in the chat this morning, as is Warsaw Patriot. Going on down the list, I see 500 Magnum. I don't believe I've seen 500 Magnum before, but welcome to the show. If you're coming back, welcome back. Um, and old Crankman is out there in the chat. So, uh, welcome. We've got 14 people out there in the audience. I just saw Reloader762 just joined us. He is listening and loading some 54R cast lead loads, he says. All right. So, it is every second matters today. So for those of you who aren't familiar, we take uh, we take special time out on the second day of each month to spread the word and spread awareness about the Second Amendment, a lot of times by open carrying, where that's legal to do so, and uh, by having a conversation with others about the Second Amendment and what it means to everybody. So we have a lot of social media posts on every Second Matters Day. Some people wear hats. Some people wear shirts. A lot of people carry cards and most try to have a conversation with somebody about the importance of the Second Amendment. And, of course, it is very important. I see TJ Persickety has survived Hurricane Ian and is out there in the audience. Hi, TJ. Uh, good to see you out there. Uh, if you were affected by Hurricane Ian, if you're out there on the East Coast, and uh, hopefully you're okay, uh, high and dry or drying out. I certainly hope so. Uh, Mr. Tony York is out there in the audience. Hi, Tony. As you can see, I don't have any panelists. I'm solo. He says, Tony says, I choose to wear a 629. Okay. So, if you're out there in the audience, uh, tell us. Tell us what you're carrying today. Uh, Out there in the chat. Uh, Yeah. Chris Lang is out there, I see. Hello, Chris. All of a sudden, we have 19 people in the audience. And we just were joined by Grim90 
otherwise known as the Reaper. Welcome, Grim. Good to see you. And we have the Great American Breakfast of Tacos and French Fries. Yeah, you better believe it. Chris Lang says XD45. G23 is out there, he says, more than y'all. Uh, 500 Magnum says, Gary, I'm carrying my Smith & Wesson shield in 40 Smith & Wesson. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, 223DMR says, I'm carrying my PT-111. Uh, that's one of my first guns I ever owned. Kind of got a soft spot for that one. Uh, Woods says, so 101 and LPC like every B-Day? Is today your birthday? Well, if it is, happy birthday. Uh, Gunmetal Guy USA says, I appendix carry an AK pistol. Alrighty. Chris Lang says, 500 Magnum. Uh, BWAT 75's out there. Uh, Tacos and French Fries says, G26. Uh, good one. Uh, Tony says, I'm supposed to conceal, but the 6-inch 629 is hard to hide. So I get questions on occasion. Yeah, I could see that. All right. So if I can find it out there, where did I put my picture? I got a picture. There it is. Let me share my picture. And in this case, yes, I'm sharing my own Gorn today. Here's what I'm carrying in my pocket right now, my Ruger LCR in 38 Special. And yes, it is loaded, as you can see. Uh, let's see. Constitutional Carpenter says, I'm still laying in bed, so AK leaning on a nightstand. Um, nothing wrong with that. Uh, BWAT75 says, I carry a Walther PPS usually, but it's almost M&P weather. Uh, 223DMR says, I'm going to church. Also, nine people, including me, takes their 2A to church. Uh, PNW Wood says, does anyone else carry different guns depending on where you're going? Yeah, I certainly do. Uh, it depends on whether I'm wearing jeans, whether I'm wearing shorts. Etc. Etc. I've got two or three different guns that I rotate. So uh, I do have a panelist coming on right now, and it is G Webs. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for hosting each week. You bet. So what's going on with you? We're discussing. We're discussing uh, what we're carrying today on this E2M. So. Guns? Guns. We are discussing guns. And we'll do it more and more. I'm waiting for gun rights policy to start. I don't know why they're not starting, but they were supposed to start, you know, way back when you started. So I don't know what's happening over on that end. But uh I'm always carrying the three fifty seven the version of what you're carrying in my pocket. G twenty three says when I get dressed for the day I will be carrying my SP twenty twenty two. Uh, Constitutional Carpenter says, like the Hogue grip. Yeah, it's got the Hogue tamer grips on there. Makes it nice. 
Uh, Tony says, carrying the 629 is a specific thing for E2M. Nothing wrong with that. 500 Magnum says, Gary, I was carrying my Kimber Custom 2 1911, but it was pulling my shorts off. I still love the 1911. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm wearing a pair of uh, basically gym shorts right now, and uh, having a light revolver in my pocket is kind of, that's kind of the only way I could carry right now without picking my pants up every five seconds. Uh, Buck says Sig P365, yeah, 365, which is usually my go-to when I'm, when I got my jeans on and everything, the 365 usually goes with me. Uh, let's see. G23 says, nope, I carry three different firearms depending on my mood. Hmm. All right. So, anybody else comes up with anything out there that they're going to carry or do today? After all, it is every second matters. Um, It's kind of a unique every second matters because Sunday's not a typical day to get out and about. So, how do you spread the word on a Sunday? It's kind of an interesting thing. Right now, I've done some social media stuff. I've done an Instagram post. I'm doing this show. Of course, I do this every Sunday, but I've decided to make the theme of this every second matters. Give everybody a chance to spread the word. We'll spread it right here. Uh, if you've got if you've got friends that are questionable about uh, the right to keep and bear arms, want to know what it's all about, throw them a link. We'll talk to him about it right here. Uh, 500 Magnum says, I also usually carry a Taurus 856 Ultralight and 38 Special Revolvers are my favorite gun. Keith Gregory is out there. Good morning, everyone. Chris Lang says, Almost willing to trade my XD for a P365XL. Now, 223DMR says, spread the word like butter. Hopefully, you have lots of butter. If we put a hashtag into somebody's thing, will it show up on your thing? If I do, if I do at, uh, what is it? FT, no. G, GG? What's your new channel? Uh, on Instagram, it's uh, yeah. GG Foul Territory. GG Foul Territory. Smeggy forty two is out there. Also, Mister H zero six sixty one is out there. Looks like to me, I just got a notification that the Second Amendment Foundation is live with the Gun Rights Policy Conference. All right. Uh, 223 says, check out James Gregory, what he says about butter. Uh, P&W Wood says, revolvers are cooler than other guns. I don't know. I've never taken the temperature of mine, but they seem to be about the same temperature as my other guns. If you're hearing... A rumbling in the background. 
You may be hearing my co-host here, Mr. George Grayson Cat. So he is the official channel mascot and co-host and all-around good buddy of mine. So Anyway, George goes where he wants to go, and he's decided he wants to be in my lap right now. So Block 9 is out there. If George will let me actually move my mouse and click on things. Alright, so G-Webs has put a link out there for the GRPC. Yeah, they started it finally. So, uh, Sergeant Joe Smith is out there. He says, lap dog. That's not exactly a dog, Joe. (laughs) But he is on the lap. But he's quite the cat, George is. He's been with me ever since... Well, since before I ever started doing this YouTube channel, since before, believe it or not, I started carrying firearms. George was here, so he's been here for the whole deal. He's seen it. So, George knows all about the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms. Travis T. is in the audience. We have 25 people out there. If you're just coming on, we've been sharing uh, what we're carrying today or what we're going to carry. I carry while I'm in the house. Uh, Some of you may not, but I presume you're going to get out and about at some point. So let us know. It's every second matters. So let us know what you're carrying if you haven't already. Uh, I shared a picture of mine. I'm carrying my Ruger LCR in 38 Special. It's right here in my pocket of my shorts as we speak. Joe says 500 mag. G23 says George is a spoiled kitty. He is indeed. Keith Gregory says Taurus 357 Magnum. Five shot model 651. Nice choice. And Ghost Tactical is out there in the chat. Good morning, Ghost, and happy Every Second Matters to you and to everyone out there. So, uh, yeah, we're sharing what we're carrying today. And uh, Wood says, the GRPC new media, guys, is terrible at media. Paul L., good dude. Need to hire a 25-year-old like Tony S. said. All right. Tony uh, Simon. I'm sorry? Tony Simon. Tony Simon. There you go. Uh, Ghost says, Canic TP9SF Elite. I've been meaning to pick up one of those one of these days. I want to get the compact. Uh... 500 Magnum says, I have Taurus 605, 357 Magnum for some times. Block 9 says, Glock 48 with 15 round shields mag. I'm hearing a lot of, or seeing a lot of good choices out there. Not that really there's a bad thing. I mean, I didn't see anybody carrying an Altor out there. But if you did, 
as they say, it's better than a sharp stick. Mike White's out there. Happy every second matters to you too and everyone. Sergeant Joe is carrying a Desert Eagle 50 cal today. G23 says, got a new firearm on the way. Well, you just got the uh, Rough Rider. So I wonder what you got coming now. But that's cool. Always good news. So if anyone wants to join the chat, there are links out there. If you are a patron, there's a link on my patreon.com feed. If you are a YouTube channel member, there is a link out in my community tab. And otherwise, you can send me an email. Send that to info at gizzardgary.com. And I'll shoot you a link that way. Uh, G23 says another revolver. Nothing wrong with that. I linked the new channel and a couple of the Instagram things I found that were uh, Every Second Matters. Okay. It was just a couple. Sure. If George would let me have my arms. <laughs> Block 9 says, when I'm hunting hogs, I carry my Taurus PT-945 commander style. Nothing wrong with that. So let me go out here to the Instagrams and see. Oh, I got to look at tag. There, there, let's see. Hmm. So far, I'm not seeing anything show up on there. You did tag uh, GG Foul Territory, correct? Let's see, Reloader762 says T Sauce Duty 1911. Uh, Wood says SP101 80%. PSA Dagger, 10%. Taurus 605, 10%. 26 people out there in the audience. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, uh, once again, we are talking about Every Second Matters on this Sunday. Trying to spread the word and uh, spread, spread awareness about the Second Amendment what it means to all of us here in the United States of America about the right to keep and bear arms and how important it is to make sure that we all maintain and keep those rights. Not everybody knows that. Not everybody practices that. Some people need to be talked to. And, uh, we do that by spreading the word. It doesn't take somebody like me. It doesn't take a professional. And I'm not a professional. Don't get me wrong. Don't. I didn't mean that. But you don't have to have a show to spread the word. All you have to do is to have a mouth. And uh, sometimes visuals help if you're open caring. If that's legal, do so. Uh, maybe... Get a patch, get a hat, get a shirt. Have people ask questions. What does this every second matters mean? Then 
then you can talk to them about it. Here's a question. Do you think of, especially people who have been around for a while doing this for a while, do you think every second matters as like, what would you say, like the talk on the, on the train, like the talk that you have with people, like a mumbling, like a, a not a whisper because it's not hidden, but, you know, just a regular, is it a conversation that you have or is it more of a once a month you yell it? Once a month, you get out there and say, hey, let's not forget. I mean, I think there's a different, I mean, there's probably more than two, but there's different ways to approach the every second matters. I think some people think of it as it's every second matters. Let's ring bells and yell every second matters. Let's remind everybody that this is a thing. And then there's people that are more like, hey, it's every second matters. Let's sit down and have a discussion and then not forget and then move on not make it be you know a major part of our whatever project or you know our our thing but you know we include it so how do people think of it as a as a conversation or as a message well to me every second matters is a continuation of what we probably should be doing every day which is i kind of equate it to kind of an ongoing conversation we have in the world about the second amendment and our right to keep and bear arms. And perhaps on the second, we turn up the volume a little bit. How about that? Uh, We make more of a concerted effort to dedicating our day to having that conversation to maybe bringing attention to ourselves and the second amendment movement by what we wear, by how we carry, et cetera. But it's not something we should just do on a second. It's something we should be in the habit of anytime we have the opportunity to do so. Um, but uh, I don't think it's something you just get out every every month on a second. And say, okay, today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about second more oh second amendment and try to have a conversation. But we're not going to do that any other day. I, I don't think so. As far as Wood says, conversation is more effective than yelling. I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, We've got another panelist coming on. Let's welcome Single Shot. Morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm still kicking. How you doing, G-Webs? Fair to Midland. Was it on your end of the Oh, you said you're doing all right. You on the road this morning? In Pennsylvania, I-80, getting drizzled on, 56 degrees. Kind of crappy. So, Sergeant Joe Smith says, Arkansas is open carry. When criminals walk up and see you got a 50 Deagle, they smile and politely say, excuse me, while they run off. Now, 500 Magnum says, my brother carries a Desert Eagle in 50 Action Express. He says he won't have to worry about his attacker wearing body armor. <laughs> That's uh, right. Drucifer's out there says, good morning. I'm carrying a P365 XL Romeo 15 round mags. And uh, Abby Finnegan is out there says, hey, y'all. Hello, Abby. G23 says, you would be surprised how many people don't notice or say anything about the firearm on your hip. 
Yeah, it depends on where you live, but around here, you're probably not going to get that much attention. It's just not that uncommon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Abby says, got you all on a big screen. Well, cool. Well. Uh, Chris Lang says, in small town Texas where I live, I'm very surprised that more people don't carry. It's as if nobody knows that it's a constitutional carry state. Well, maybe you don't know they're caring. Um, let's see. G23 says, a conversation that is a lifelong evolving process. Now, uh, single shot, I know you're just coming on, but we're talking about today being the second. It is, of course, every second matters. Ah, uh, yes. So we're having this, we had a discussion earlier about what everybody's carrying, and then uh, G-Webs kind of asked a question about how do you focus on every second matters? Is it more of a more of a shout at everybody, try to get their attention, or is it more of you know try to get a conversation going, go out of your way to get a conversation going? Um, so everybody does it different. Yeah, I don't want to say yell like you know bother people, but you know like is it a let's get the word out or is it a, let's keep a conversation going. Cause it has both roles. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious how people are thinking of it. Some two live moves out there pocket carrying my Smith and Wesson 340 PD and a nemesis. And that's right. I do have my uh, Ruger LCR in a nemesis pocket holster from DeSantis holsters. Uh, G. Webbs has posted the agenda, a link to the agenda at the Gun Rights Policy Conference today. That is also going on, as well as uh, a number of my friends are on day two of the Iraq Veteran 8888 Range Day weekend. Not just a day, I guess, weekend. So, got a, a lot of stuff going on. Let's see. Buck says, I've been in Arkansas since 2005. I've only seen four people open carry. Hmm. Hmm. Now, Abby says, everywhere has constitutional carry if you assert your liberty. Right. So, uh, I do... Shout out to these states, mine being Kansas, being one of them that have constitutional carry. Yes, they should all have constitutional carry. And to be clear, I mean that there shouldn't be any laws restricting constitutional carry. Abby's right. We all have constitutional carry. It's a matter of whether our state has laws that infringe on our right to do so. So right. she's absolutely right. Uh, G23 says, yesterday there was four of us that were open carrying a DG yesterday and not in a group thing. Huh. I'm thinking maybe he meant open carrying at DG. You're open carrying at a Dollar General, which I have seen a couple people carry him. Open carry in my Dollar General. Yes, I have. 
500 Magnum says, we have constitutional carry in Georgia. Thankfully, hopefully, one day, all 50 states. Yeah, he said he did clarify at DG. Okay. Yeah, that's something I'd like to see myself. Abby says Whether or they're... not a state says so, they, we do have a constitutional right to protect ourselves, but some of these states are just so stubborn or so blind or arrogant, they don't care. I'm not advocating that someone go out there and get themselves thrown in jail or anything like that. That's no. probably not a wise thing, and it certainly wouldn't be my intention for you to do that. But no, you definitely should assert your rights. If you don't have the rights you need, talk to the people who can make a difference in your state or municipality and tell them that they are infringing on your rights and ask them to get rid of their laws and their legislation that infringes on your right. Tell them, you know, be bold about it. If they don't know you care, change won't happen. If enough people... Raise a fuss, change happens. You've seen it. You've seen it right before your eyes in the last couple of years. It's already happening. Right. Mike White says, if I saw someone carrying here, I would think that they were an undercover police. Hmm. Things happen all the time. Look, look at the way that our generations would, what's the word? Like, you know, if you're trying to indicate to somebody, pick up the phone, you're going to use a hand gesture. And if you're a little kid today, trying to gesture to somebody to use the phone. You're going to use a different hand gesture because of the way that phones are now and the way the phones used to be with cords and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. We hold it up to our ear and then they would hold up like their hand. You know, that's something that's inadvertent. But if we pay attention to those kind of things that happen constantly, changing culture, changing society on a pretty wide basis, but, you know, just always paying attention to some of these things. There's certainly ones that they try to push on us, but all it takes is awareness and effort. And then you got a movement in a direction and that can be a positive direction just as easily, or at least an important direction. You know, it doesn't always have to be positive. If you're trying to defend a, an, an infringement or whatever, that's not uh, like you got nothing on, you know, you had other things to do. You have to do that, but it's still a positive thing that you're challenging, you know, a, a, an attempt to change our society the norms of our society it's big picture stuff but it's you know you either oblivious to it and you just allow things to happen around you or you just pay attention and you know, it's this little stuff do i make a decision to do that or that you know right do i shy to the decision to wear that shirt today or not or you know do i make this go this workplace or that place with the new friend or with the with the right. family in town or something right that's sometimes as simple as that, little tiny things. So Gunmetal Guy USA says, I got a reciprocity question. I'll do my best to answer. Now Ghost Tactical says, assert your rights, but understand we like to claim that we are normal, law-abiding citizens. Don't do anything that can bring attention to gun owners in a bad light. And he's absolutely right there because... Uh, 
I mean, in the big scheme of things, I think we are all so many things other than we are. I mean, we are gun people. Obviously, we get together on these chants. We talk about guns. We talk about our rights. But we are the people we are. We are teachers. We are, in my case, an IT support person about to retire. We are, you know, golf pros out there. We are builders. We are... We are so many things, and we just happen to believe in our right to keep and bear arms. So uh, I think it's important that people know that we are just everyday people who believe in our rights. And uh, we're not bad people. We are not, quote, unquote, those bad gun guys who are out to hurt everybody. That's not who we are. Let's see. Ghost says, last thing we need is someone to get arrested in public because they are open carrying when not legal. Bad optics. That's right. I did say open carry where it is legal to do so. Don't get yourself arrested or anything like that. Defense Dad is out there, and he says, unfortunately, not much I can do for E2M today. Working and guns are no bueno for me at work. Artak and Daughters is out there. Now, Abby, on the other hand, she says, I never claim to be law-abiding. All gun control is an infringement on individual liberty. And uh, that's your right to do. I don't encourage people to get themselves in trouble with the law, but... Uh, in the end, that's a decision each individual has to make. But I think if we're going to spread the word about the Second Amendment, by and large, we have to do so by by showing people that we're just normal people, just like them, that uh, believe in the right to self-defense, the right to keep and bear arms. We're not a danger. We're not weird. Well, not that way anyway. Uh, Block 9 says, Fort Worth stores has signs that say the unlicensed carry in their store is punishable by $10,000 fine and 10 years in jail. So we have constitutional carry, but you have to be licensed to carry in stores. How in the world does that work? <laughs> yeah, Texas is strange on their uh, on their laws there. That's a little different. Hmm. So Gunmetal Guy says, if I'm traveling in a state that has reciprocity with Texas and I'm a passenger during a traffic stop, the driver is asked if there are any weapons in the car. It is no duty to inform state should I speak up. Well, is the driver not aware that you're carrying? I guess I wouldn't say the driver should not tell the truth or anything like that, but if the driver's unaware that you're carrying and you weren't asked, I don't know that if it's necessary for you to. Now, would I personally? Yeah, I probably would, just to avoid problems down the road, but... 
that's up to you. Ghost says, gunmetal depends on the state. Some states have the duty to notify. I would say that I would notify no matter what. It keeps everyone safe and trusting. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. where I'm at. Uh, 500 Magnum says, I've been a law-abiding gun owner all of my life, like 99% of the people in the Second Amendment community. Okay. What was the question about? Uh, he says, um, if I'm traveling in a state that has reciprocity with Texas and I'm a passenger during a traffic stop, the driver is asked if there are any weapons in the car. It is a no duty to inform state, should I speak up? Definitely no. Okay. Don't answer unless you're asked. Yeah, you don't need to be causing anything extra to a situation that's on the side of the highway, a number, you know, some amount of stress, and your driver is going to be unfamiliar with it. The police officer is more is definitely familiar with the normal, so influence or creating a non-normal circumstance for the police officer part of it and definitely creating a non, you know, more stress for your driver friend. It's not necessary unless you, well, there's no, there's no need there. It's not required. And the reason it's not required is because it's not pertinent. You have, you know, birthday cake in the trunk. You're going to tell the police officer about that, right? Like there's just too much data. It's not necessary. But if they ask you, then, that's different. And uh, I don't know. When they say, is there something in the car? That's a little bit different. That's up to the driver. And if the driver knows, he might say, my friend's a CCW. And if the driver doesn't know, then, again, I don't think you're supposed to, you're required to chime in with that because it wasn't a question to you. Right. Right. So Triggerfish45 says, I will be going to the grandparents' house today to shoot a hornet's nest. With some 12-gauge birdshot. Uh, well, good <laughs> luck with that, buddy. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, not going to do what you want unless it is a really small... I mean, you're going to damage the stuff. Yeah, is you're going to anger some hornets, sounds like to me. That's you might sure. kill some, but I doubt you're going to kill them all. You're not going to kill any but right. wasps. You're just going to affect the thing. But the hive is designed to, you know, it's a natural thing with organic shapes. That's like a bone. It's designed to withstand abuse from wind and stuff hitting it. So you're really giving yourself a challenge to try to physically harm it, depending on what size it is, I guess. But, I mean, nobody's suggested that's a good thing to do. I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, be what I had a fun. big one on the old farmhouse back when I was much younger, and a friend of mine was over, and he suggested that. So put a, tw- a load of uh, number nine fine shot in the shotgun, and we took out probably two-thirds of the nest, but... <laughs> The other third were extremely angry, and we both got stung in pretty good fashion. That's what I was afraid would happen. Bebot75 says, I think no duty to notify means you don't have to tell the police ahead of time. If they ask, then you tell them. Uh, AR1776 is out there. Good morning, everyone. 
Uh, G23 says, I personally notify law enforcement that I'm carrying. So I I don't recommend that. And if it's not a state where you have to, then usually they don't care. And it's just adding more stuff to the mix. And if they're not gun people, they get really weird sometimes. Like they make you do dumb things like take it out on do weird things that if they don't ask you, then I still bring it up. Now, Smeggy says, I would talk about guns at work and be surprised how many people were actually gun guys, just not open. Yeah, I'm finding that out at work all the time. I talk to people and they start talking about guns and I never knew they carried, so it's amazing. Uh, Captain Codebook says, been here 10 minutes, so deep and heavy today. No conversation on vacuum cleaners or Lucky Charms. Uh, there has been some conversation about vacuum cleaners out there in the chat. Let's see. Smeggy says, I personally would inform no matter the law. Uh, Sergeant Joe says, Arkansas, you have to tell the cop you're carrying in a traffic stop. Uh, DM Foss is out there, says, good morning, Mr. Gizzard, Gary, and panelist. All right. Abby says, Captain Serial or items that bring good energy. There you go. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, Ghost says, Gary, the question was, any weapons in the car not by the driver? If the driver causes something to happen where they have you exit the car, then things get bad because you stayed quiet early. Well, that's true. And in this case, I presume it wasn't actually stated, but I'm guessing in this particular scenario, the driver was unaware that the passenger was carrying. And the question was, does the passenger need to speak up and say, well, yes, the driver didn't know I was carrying, but yes, I am. Uh, So varying opinions on this. Now, uh, DM Foss wants to know, is the birthday cake 50 state legal? Well, that's a question to ask. BWAT75 says, please video that hornet's nest attack. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Abby says, use dragon's breath for the hornet's nest. Now, Rich White's out there, and he says a 12-gauge will tear apart a hornet's nest. I've shot them with a 12-gauge before. A gunmetal guy USA says, Panel, thanks for response. I'm a little conflicted. I have access to parents' lawyer in said no-duty informed state. I'll run it by him before the visit, trying to carry everywhere every day, 2A all the way. It'd be a good idea if you have access to a lawyer, by all means, talk to them. Uh, Captain Codebook says, no, I did that when I was younger and stupid. Fourteen bold-faced hornet stings later. Uh, Defense Dad also says, use dragon's breath. (laughs) Yeah, it's different. I mean, I'm thinking, I guess my first thought was in the eve of a building and then, you know, a giant nest where you're just going to poke a hole in there and try to disrupt it. But if it's like a nest in a tree or something, <laughs> then wouldn't you just chop the limb off the tree and knock it down and burn it? Depends on how high the tree is. You wear out the horn on those two. 
But this thing, if it's so high in the tree that you can't reach it to get some kind of a thing to get to it, to cut it off, then you're going to have no effective uh, energy with that shotgun anymore. It's just going to piss them off. If, it, if you got your muzzle right at the end of the thing, of course you're going to blow it away. But then it better be straight up into a tree or something. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to put your muzzle right in a eave of a building or in a roof or something. Well, Travis T. says, I don't volunteer info to police. My thing is I've had, I've only had X amount of times where I've been interacted with police and most of them are traffic tickets or U-turns and stuff like that, like stopping you for whatever reason, like normal traffic stuff. But other times it's like we're stopping everybody coming down the hill or you know, this is a border patrol thing or something. So, and then one time, what was it? I had a, for a while I was driving around, the truck got smashed and I had a smashed up front. And I guess one of my headlights, running lights was bad. So they said, a state trooper stopped me in the middle of town state trooper right like you would think a state trooper would have experience but a state trooper was the one time I made a youtube video about it they uh had me they reached into my pocket to take my gun out and then they unloaded it and it was a stupid awkward ordeal and i was like i've never been around anyone in my life who knew less about guns right like who just was less comfortable around them or whatever and i don't understand i don't remember anymore how that actually went down because it was more it was creepy and you know, I don't remember any more of the details. If, if they asked, they must have said, do you have a gun? And I'm like, yeah. And then they were like, where? I'm in my pocket. And then they grabbed it. So that was super weird. And that's the time when I said, no, I'm never bringing it up again. Like I would, or I said, I'm never bringing this up. Like there's no, back in the day before all this, before that, we would always talk about whatever guns. Cause like Ghost kind of said, like most of the time gun or police are gun people. So no big deal. They understand. You understand. It's over. And here in Arizona, they'll say something like, you don't touch it, we won't touch it. Something like that. But uh, yeah, this person was just a non-gun person and just such an awkward situation. And I didn't, I, you know, I don't know about you, but it was definitely not cool having somebody else stick their hand into my pocket to grab my revolver out of it because who knows how they know how, you know, if they're that weird, how do you, I have no confidence that they don't know how to pull a finger out of the trigger card. You know what I mean? Like I did not feel comfortable with that. Um, what are you going to do about it, right? So, like I say, in the future, unless it's a state where you have to say it, I'm not disclosing it. Because I figure if in 2022, with constitutional carry in 25 states, police officers are becoming more and more comfortable with the fact that people with firearms have nothing to do with them. Like, the, you know, we have knives in our pocket. Well, I guess sometimes they worry about knives, but, you know, on the highway or whatever, I don't think they're as... I think they're way more comfortable. I think it was an awkward thing back in the day that they were inexperienced because not that many people carried. But I think nowadays they're just they're encountering so many more people with firearms that they probably just quit asking. You know, unless they um, have a some feeling about you, like you know what I mean, like the, they decide that they're going to bother you. That's a whole different thing. But I'm talking like a routine stop. I say just not bring it up. Or I, my plan is to never bring it up unless they make it an issue. Because every other time, I guess, I've dealt with them, it's been in my pocket, and they never brought it up, and it's never been a thing. And I, it was one less thing to be part of our interaction, less time involved, you know. Now, uh, Ghost says, basically, it comes down to notify if you want. It's your personal choice. I don't have a problem notifying. 
understand where I live. I know the cops and shoot with most of them, so they know. Uh, our tack and daughter says, in Tennessee, our driver's license number is the same as our CCW permit. But I still tell the cop if I get pulled over, they should know when they run my plate. I, The couple three times I've been stopped for whatever, I just normally tell them, uh, by the way, I am concealed carrying, it's in my pocket or whatever. And the only thing I've ever heard, either that okay or one time they said, that's fine as long as it stays there. <laughs> it's, that's not a problem. Yep. Um, let's see. Rich White is on the panel. Just joined us. Good morning, Rich. Yep. How's it How's going? Yeah. Happy sec. Every second matters. Yep. And uh, as far as the shooting the hornet's nest with a 12-gauge, we had doused it the day before with hornet spray, and it, it was a the size of a football, maybe a little bit bigger in a tree. And then the next day, to make sure they were all dead before approaching it, took the 12 gauge with buck with a double buck shot to and a three quarter inch shell and just blasted the hell out of the thing and it just fell to pieces. They're just, they're made, they're basically just paper. That's all they're made out of. Yeah. Yeah. Just hope you're used to call up in Maine as a paper hornet. That's what we used to call them up there. So Defense Dad says, it's a catch-22 until recently here. If someone in the car was carrying and anyone else didn't have a permit, it opened them up to charges for carrying without a license. Uh, DM Foss says, I just tell the cop, gotta go and hit the gas. I'm sure they understand. They always turn on their lights to say goodbye. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Uh, Triggerfish45 says, I work for the post office, and most of our letter carriers are gun peeps. Even ran into one of the old ladies at the store, and she had me buy ammo for her because of the two-box limit. Uh, <laughs> Caucasian Sasquatch is out there and says, Nope, I'm only required if asked. I don't volunteer info. Now, Ghost says the only cake that should be illegal is coffee cake. Just saying. I like coffee cake, personally. So do I. Most people would say fruitcake. He says coffee cake. Well, that's true. I don't like fruitcake. Fruitcake's not cake, though. Uh, Chris Lang says, rather tell the cops I'm carrying than to hear them yell gun and end up shot in the face. Well, Hmm. that's true, too. Now, Smeggy says, I learned something new yesterday from FPC interviews at GRPC. Uh, California is better than Michigan at one gun law. If you carry on an expired license, it's an automatic five-year felony. California, it's a misdemeanor. Oh. Really? Now, uh, Sergeant Joe says use carb cleaner on hornets more potent than wasp spray. Yeah, if you're if you can get close enough to them to get it there, that's the problem. Now, five hundred Magnum is asking a question. Gary, what is your favorite handgun caliber overall? Minus five hundred mag. Favorite? Gosh, I have so many different ones I carry. Uh, hmm. My favorite to shoot? Hmm. So he said overall. It's a hard one to say. Most 
the majority of my handguns are chambered in, with apologies to G-Webs, 9 millimeter. <laughs> uh, but as far as carry goes, I've carried 9 millimeter, 380, uh, 22, 22 WMR at times. Right now, 38 special. Uh, I've carried 40 cal, 40 Smith & Wesson, 45 ACP. Uh, I don't have any problem carrying any of them. They all pretty much do the, they would have the intended effect should I need them. But uh, it's hard to say favorite. I can tell you what I own the most of. But is it my favorite to shoot? No, not necessarily. It's probably the one of the least expensive to shoot 9mm is. As far as just to go out and plink with, I can have a lot of fun with 22 long rifle. So oh, yeah. just to pick a favorite one, that's tough. Mine's uh, 40. I do like shooting 40. I love shooting 357 SIG also, but it's kind of prohibitively expensive. <laughs> Yeah. But 38 Special isn't exactly cheap ammo either. No, it isn't. Not anymore. But I just kind of like the design. I like the design of a 38 Special revolver. I like shooting them. And this LCR is just perfect for lightweight carry right now. And uh, that's why I'm carrying it. But... Uh, I'm always on the lookout for other things, too. So uh, let's go on down the chat and see what else is going on out there. Let's see. Abby says, my fiance is getting her first gun soon. We're going to build an AR-15 together. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, let's see. BWAT75 says, hornets won't just sting you. They will find your next of kin and go sting them, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mike White says, I would be pissed if a passenger didn't tell me he had a gun. Hmm. So Jason Stewart's out there. says, morning, everyone, to catch up. Don't tell cops anything. Don't shoot hornet's nest unless you have a friend to distract them. <laughs> now, Sergeant Joe says, don't shoot a hornet's nest unless a cop asks if you have a gun. Now, that's an interesting take on that question. Hmm. Now, Abby says, flamethrower for hornets? If we're on the side of your house, you might be careful with that flamethrower. Yeah. That might not end well. Uh, Chris from the 740 says, good morning, listening on the road. Uh, okay. Let's see what else is going on. Sergeant Joe says, about all the deputies in Sheriff's Department here know I got guns and carry. Uh Defense Dad says, Nebraska is a duty to inform state. If you're traveling, I'd say be aware of the laws of the state you're traveling through as a best yeah. practice. That's always a good idea. Always a good idea. Uh, Gunmetal Guy USA says, Panel, I figure this scenario for now until lawyer visit. I'll keep quiet, especially if driver is unaware I'm carrying concealed. If asked to exit the car's passenger, then, only then, I'll inform. Yeah. 
Let's see, Sergeant Joe said, help them with two man hunts, lots of car accidents. Uh, let's see, Defense Dad says, fruitcake is delicious. Well, you do you, buddy. Uh, Caucasian Sasquatch says, fruitcake is for long storage rations. I Abby like fruitcake. Abby says, never race a Dodge Charger. Charger drivers are sore losers and turn on their little flashing lights when you pass them. <laughs> Yeah, that could happen. That bearded guy is out there. Says, good morning, youngsters. (laughs) That would, of course, be the artist formerly known as Mad Sexy. Uh, Oh! (laughs) That's who that is. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. 500 Magnum says, I love 9mm, Gary, but I do like 40 better. Just for pure D fun out at the range, yeah, 40 is more fun to shoot. I agree. Chris Lang says, carb cleaner and a match probably works the best. Just have the fire department on the ready. <laughs> now, Abby says, anyone here shoot 350 Legend from an AR-15? Nope. And 2Live Moose says he owns one. DM Fuss says 40 caliber for life. Pretty sure a G23 would be out there saying the same thing. Buck says uh, my son has a 350 in an AR platform. Then Abby says asking two live move, what complete upper is best for 350? Should I just get a barrel, gas system, and handguard for the Rainier Arms upper that's laying around? If you got an upper that you're not using, you can just rebarrel it to 350 Legend. It'll take the same lower. Yeah. By the way, Rich, your volume is kind of low on your mic. Mm-hmm. Wonder why. Just saying. I can turn you up if need be. Right. Is that better? There talk, you go. Yeah, talk a little more. Okay, is that better? Can you hear me better now? It's a little better, yeah. I hate to put you on manual last time I did that, then the next time you blasted me clear out. Yeah, that's what I just had to do, <laughs> was put it on manual. Because I had it on automatic adjust volume, and apparently it wasn't working right. Huh. So, Bernie Sanchez is out there, says, good morning, cluckers. Travis T right. says, I assume everyone is armed. If everyone else did the same, crime would fall sharply. That's true. Got that right. Now, Triggerfish45 says, maybe I could distract the hornets with coffee cake. There's your... (laughs) That should work. And if not, then bring along a cop. Yeah. Let's see. A lot of people are putting the hashtags out for the giveaway. That hashtag is hashtag EBC152. But you have another hour. There's no hurry. Uh, 500 Magnum says, I love 45 ACP, two world, two world wars and still kicking butt today. Uh, Jason Stewart says, seriously, WD-40 is great for wasp and hornets. They won't return to the nest. The oil kills them and stops them from flying. Well, if they're, if they're dead, I'm not too worried about them flying. Uh, (laughs) 
Sergeant Joe says 45 win mag for carry anyone. Oh, ho, ho, now wow. you're talking. If you could find it. <laughs> My brother and I both have 45 Winchester Magnums. Now, Bernie says, my Chevy is a legend, and I carry an AR-15 in it. Well, there you go. <laughs> Eagles Trekker is out there. Welcome back, Eagles Trekker. Morning, Gary and friends. Morning. Uh, Abby says, the upper has no barrel. I was going to use it for an SBR build, but had a recent change of scenery. That's right. Abby has yeah. now moved up north to... I believe, Minnesota. Well, Sergeant Joe, he thinks he's in foul territory. He's putting the foul, next week's foul territory. <laughs> he's way <laughs> ahead of the game, man. I don't know. You see what Abby did? She put a early bird check uh, 251. 251. Yeah, that's not going to work, too. Uh, how about 152? And you're a couple of years ahead of time. Uh -huh. 251. <laughs> Uh, that'll be sometime in 2024 or 5, probably. Uh, let's see. Going down. G23 says, I would love to have a 600 Nitro Express revolver. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Bet you would. Now you're Should talking it. insanity. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Should have once that, that major surgery very... to have a shoulder repair. <laughs> That's a very powerful cartridge. Mm -hmm. So we are in. Flying behind you. We are in our number two of the early bird chat on this every second matter Sunday. So welcome everyone. Thirty-three people out there watching, and uh, while we have a second or two, I would like to mention that. We do have a store that has cool stuff where you can buy things. So let's talk about GearWebsites.com. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. That's right. So every Friday is Free Patch Friday. But any day is a good day to buy something at GearWebsites.com, so buy some cool stuff out there. I recommend it, especially on Every Second Matters. Yes, they do have Every Second Matters gear there, by the way. So you can't get it in time for this Every Second Matters, but you can get it for next time. You can pick you up a shirt, perhaps a patch, whatever else is out there. Just saying. Uh, we do have uh, the winner of Friday night's Foul Territory giveaway. Mario Mosin's out there. He says, hi. Hey, Mario. So, uh, always good to see him out there. Oh, yeah. uh, Jason Stewart saying hey. And G23 hey, says, hey, sir. hey, hey. Now, Sergeant Joe says... <laughs> 440 Corbon, anyone, or 454 Casal. 
Nothing wrong with that. I got a 15 inch barrel for the Encore frame and 444 Marlin. And nothing wrong with 454 Casola unless you're, uh, uh, what's his face there? Uh, Mickey Rourke and uh, Harley Davidson and Marlboro Man, and he's going to hit anything with it. <laughs> I have yet to shoot that. I would love to. That's a handful. I didn't say I wanted to shoot it a lot, but one time <laughs> I'd be game to try anything once, but don't ask me to shoot a whole box of it. Yeah, same here. 500 Magnum says, I love all guns, big bore or small, but especially big bore. Right up my alley. Now that bearded guy wants to know, is anyone carrying a 500 Smith & Wesson yet? Not me. No. Now we did mention earlier, I know for the people who are just coming in, we kind of did do a round uh, a question for everyone. What are you carrying today? Being every second matters. What uh, What firearm are you carrying today? So if you haven't already chimed in, feel free to do so. Uh, Sergeant Joe says, um, you know that song, I Like Girls With Big Butts? Change it to, I Like Guns With Big Boars. There we go. <laughs> I like that. Now Mario says, CZSP01. Good choice. Well. Looks like we have a picture here from Jason Stewart. I'm going to give it a turn here so we can turn it the long way so we can see it well. And then I'm going to share it. Let me get this. I don't want to confuse people. So here's what Jason shared with us. Nice. It's a gold cup trophy. Yes, sir. Look at that pretty thing. Yeah, you? 30, 31. That is a nice one. All right, so G23 says SP2022. Oh, Mario says my bad. CZP01. Okay. That bearded guy says, carrying my 1911 because I'm on my personal property. Still can't carry past my front lawn. Well, look at that little thing. That appears to be in <laughs> North American arms. Yeah, I got one of them little buckets too. I've got a couple of them. Things I found out though, Gary, about, those, about the 22 Magnum, I put couple of cylinders through it one day just to see, you know, how it would shoot. Boy, that thing gets hot. Oh, look at that. Huh. It's got a laser grip on there. That is super cool. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. 
Don't shoot your phone. Don't shoot your phone. <laughs> I presume you know you're muted, G Web. Yeah, I'm just figuring out I'm muted. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's a short though, so super small. Smallest production kind of stuff. Oh, twenty-two short. Huh. Uh, I'm kind of jealous. I don't own a 22 short. They're kind of hard to find. Yeah, they only make them in limited runs. Not too many people order them, so they don't get a lot of demand. And then this was laser light up in Prescott area. Well, Kemp already made uh, these lasers for him. Makes a little wider, so it's way easy to hold. At least my fat finger. It's easy to hold like this one finger. And then as you grip it hard, it'll initiate the button right there. I have the one with the folding grip. Oh, yeah. Those are way easier to shoot. Yeah, those are kind of neat, too. Now, uh, let's see. Let me get back in the chat here. Uh, DM Foss says, I'm carrying two knuckle sandwiches. As long as you're illegal to carry those in your state, that's fine. This is like when they stick a olive in a stick a toothpick through an olive and stick it on top of your sandwich. That's what these these are for your knuckle sandwiches like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lang says, "I like big boars and cannot lie. You other cluckers can't deny. I like it." Five hundred Magnum said, "Someone spotted me open carrying the five hundred mag and asked me if I was planning on being attacked by an elephant." And I said, maybe you never know nowadays. Yeah, I don't know. Want to shoot an elephant right. with a 500 Magnum? You just want to make it matter. That's right. Uh, Gunmetal Guy USA said that little guy is awesome sauce. Yes, it is. Uh, Jason Stewart says, Gizzard Gary, I almost didn't get the black grips in the mail. UPS mistakenly routed it to Florida. Wow. It's huh. a long ways away from you. It's almost as bad as Olay shipping my order Black Friday a couple years ago to North Carolina. Now, Bernie says, nice stock pistol. It doesn't have all that stuff hanging on it. Some guns look more like fidget spinners. Mario says, has anyone seen the Night Stalker documentary? The serial killer killed a lot of his victims with a twenty-two revolver and a twenty-five auto. Don't knock those calibers. Really? And G23 says the Mafia uses 22 LR. Now, we all know there's no such thing as a Mafia. And because it's, they'll it's kill anyone who says there is. It's just a legitimate <laughs> family-run business. That's right. Uh, Abby says, I carry an attack cat. I think that's legal in all 50 states. <laughs> Uh, Sergeant Joe says, my carry class said a lot of hitmen in history use 22LR because it has a better chance of missing ribs and killing at close range. So Vain Insanity is out there and says, howdy guys and gals, hope you're all doing well this amazing Sunday morning. Mario says, also the Israelis use 22LR for crowd control. Sergeant Joe says, Mafia, you mean Antifa? No, that's a little bit different. 
Yeah. Antifa, <laughs> in an ironic twist, are actually the fascists that they're supposed to be fighting. Yeah, yeah. That's what's ironic about that entire thing. Definitely an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. So, Rich, are you going to be out and about spreading the word about the Second Amendment and the E2M today, or...? I have no idea. It's raining cats and dogs here right now. Oh. Just be careful you don't step in a poodle if you go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was, that was really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's misting cloudy out here, 56. Washbound on I-80. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still getting the aftermath of the hurricane here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You did have some hurricane rain and stuff like that up there. Uh-huh. It is 63 degrees here right now, high of 80. It's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. Um, 500 Magnum says, I don't want to be shot with any gun, even a 22 short. Right. I don't either. Having holes in my body that don't belong there is not a not something I really want to do. No. Uh, let's see. G23 says, run, Rich White. You will have 15 new house members at least. Only if my wife finds them. Uh, that bearded guy says, question, how many of you actually go out and practice shooting to keep up your skill? Using multiple Man. guns with and without sights and so forth. I'm guilty because of funds. Yep. Uh, I don't shoot as often as I should. Um, as far as shooting guns without sights, I don't have any guns that don't have sights. I have some that have pretty poor sights. Uh, trying to shoot them without sights, are you talking about like shooting from the hip, just shooting at draw without? Yeah, I mean, practice that every once in a while. I try to practice offhand shooting, both left and right handed, so I get used to it when I do shoot. And I need to go out and shoot today. I don't know if I'm going to have time or not, but I need to. Uh, but do I shoot enough? No. Same here. Eagles Trekker says it's raining in Philly from Ian. He said I meant without scope. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, G23 says I was at the range yesterday and I will be at the range tomorrow. Well, good deal. Uh, Vain Insanity says 22 LR with enough bullets stopped a coyote swarm in the northern mountains. Those attacks mm. and swarms can be deadly. Boy, I'd be kind of worried about trying to take coyotes with 22 LR. Personally. But if that's all you got, then yeah, you better shoot them. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you can take out a coyote with a 22. Yeah. You can if it's a well placed shot. Yeah. I prefer, I prefer a 223, but. You can take them out with a 22. 
Well, you could take them out with a knife if you're lucky enough to get the knife in the right spot, but the chances of you failing are fairly high. That's a problem. Yeah, that's right. uh, a dog. Sergeant Joe says, I go out in the backyard and shoot. I think a lot of us would love to be able to do that. No, uh, Mario says, none of us shoot enough, even those who reload. Right. Chris Lang says, at least once a week when I take out the trash. Now, 500 Magnum says, imagine if the 10 millimeter Magnum would have took off the awesomeness. It's starting to, actually. So, Chris says, finally have fall weather. Been at the range three days in a row now, loving the temperature. Oh, yeah. Vain Insanity said, shot placement, I aim for the head and heart. Got nasty shot placement. Soon as five dropped, the rest ran. (laughs) Now, Mike White says, after the show, please go over to my channel to watch Shorty's 2022 Vacation. Please sub, like, comment, and share. Yes, you should do that. I got a little bit of shooting in this last time when I was home. My brother come up. We uh, put a few rounds down range. I got a barrel, 35 Remington. It's a 15-inch bull barrel. I got a scope on it. Got that zeroed in at 100 yards. That was uh, picking off a AR-500 12-inch, half-inch thick. And it, it was hitting it with some uh, pretty severe authority. One of my cast bullets and uh, a hand load. And I put a few rounds through the 300 Whisper. So I put a link out there in the chat to Mike White. He's needing some people to go over and uh, sub to his channel, so... If you get a chance, click that link and go over and give him a sub if you haven't already. Um, now, Sergeant Joe says, come to Arkansas outside the city limits. Mario says, the 500 is scary enough. Uh, Jason Stewart says, my local police officers, my local police offers home shootout training and it's free to sign up. Just call 911 and say, get some. Yeah, that <laughs> Uh, let's see, that bearded guy says, Jason, LMAO, you know some doo-doo head's going to do that. I certainly hope not. Yeah, uh, fi- really. 500 Magnum says, anyone have experience of 40 Super? I've never shot it, but really want to. I do not. Um, I can't no. say I do. Sergeant Joseph. Super? Is that like 40 Super Carry or something older or what? I'm not sure. I've not heard of it, actually. Is it from a 40 Smith & Wesson? I'm going to have to look it up. Or is it like a... Because there were 40s back in the day. I wonder if it's like a 38-looking thing. Because I don't think I have one in my collection either. I have weird stuff. 40 Super is a powerful automatic pistol cartridge. Let me uh, share the screen. We'll take a look at it. I mean, we try to learn things on this channel, so why not? Uh, 
40 Super is a powerful automatic pistol cartridge developed in 1996 and introduced to the market by Triton Cartridge. The cartridge was co-developed by Fernando Coelho and Tom Berzinski. It never attained mainstream success. Triton Cartridge folded and supplies and support is now very limited. Hmm. Essentially, the 45 Super is based on a 451 Detonics case trimmed to 45 ACP length. If you look on the right side, it says the parent case is the 45 Winchester Magnum. So they took the 45 Winchester Magnum and nicked it down to 40? Yeah. Now I got a question. Everybody's into the uh, oddball stuff. Does anybody know that the uh, 454 Casol had a little a little sister? Mm-mm. Called a it? 30 Casol. Hmm. No, I have not heard of that. A very short uh, exposure. It didn't last long. Pretty strong cartridge. Before Gary clicked that last page off, one of the bullet weights that I listed for the 40 Super was 135 grain. That thing goes screaming out of a standard 40 Smith & Wesson cartridge. Can you imagine that thing going out of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Evie said, got my new keychain light yesterday. Streamlight Pocket Mate is pretty nice. Not too expensive. 1,400 candela and the size of a quarter. Mario says 38 Super is a cartel choice ammunition. Uh, 500 Magnum says it's 40 Smith & Wesson Magnum. Well, that's just 10 millimeter. Let's see. And let's see. Mario says, welcome to Weird Calibers, hosted by Gizzard Gary. We do try. We do try. Uh, We did have DM Foss said he sent me a pic. So let's see what he sent me. Oh, nice. What a breakfast he's having. Let's take a look at this, shall we? This is definitely an every second matters breakfast here, folks. What do you think of that? That looks appropriate. (laughs) A nice serving of freedom to start your day. I like that. Let's give him a little credit here. I did something similar to that once with a bowl and some 9 mil. I didn't have the spoon, though. But I like that picture. The spoon is kind of a nice addition to it. Now, it's a good thing you didn't put milk in there. I think that might have not yeah. been a good thing. Yeah. Might make it taste a little better. But hmm. well, thank, Excuse me. Thank you for sending that. Now, let's see. 500 Magnum says, I want a 45 Super. Uh, Vane Insanity says, love oddball calibers. Uh, G23 says, anyone else want the 338 Razorback? Never heard of that one. 
Yeah, I don't know about that one either. So, look at that here in a second. Mario says needs hot sauce. Hmm. Vain and Sandy says beats <laughs> glaucaroni with cheese. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gunmetal guy says, "Wow, that'll kill my gird for sure." Two two three DMR says, "Having church outside." That's always nice on a nice day. Three thirty eight Razorback. You know, I suppose you're gonna make me look that crap up too. <laughs> I have never heard of 338 Razorback. And that's a forum post. Trying to find something. Hmm. I'm looking here. Not having much luck finding it. Other than one. Anyone uh, remember the 358 Winchester? I don't. I've got one. Uh, bearded guy says, y'all should try the 500 line ball. Talk about smooth. That's a handful. Uh-huh. 4570 uh, government brass trimmed down and sized out by the dies to five to 500 500 caliber 475 line bars a little sister now 500 magnum says do you like 38 super automatic i've never shot it but maybe one day the nice good target gun sergeant eleven frame Sergeant Joe says, speaking of weird calibers, how about the Tround? Never heard of that either. No, never heard of that one. He might be making that up. Oh, wow. Okay, this is strange. I got to show you this. I did find it. <laughs> this is weird. Okay, the Dardic Tround, or simply Tround, meaning triangular round, is a unique firearms cartridge developed by inventor David Dardic for use in his open chamber firearms. Named for its convex triangular shape, the Tround allowed the firearms chamber to be open on one side removing the requirement for reciprocating motion when chambering and ejecting a cartridge. It was used in several revolvers, the 10-trown Dardic Model 1100, the 11 or 15-trown Model 1500, and the 20-trown Model 2000. <laughs> hmm. Wow. It seems, though, I've heard of that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah that's quite the rig. That is the yeah. one that I remember. Yeah, I think Ian did a video on Forgotten Weapons about that. Yeah. That's just weird. 
Yeah, as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know what that is, man. Mm, me too. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. We learned something today. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Vane Insanity says 458BM is in semi-auto and bolt built in the day for military, but 4570 seemed to have hotter loads. Some similarities. Yeah. Abby says the tround is used in the Dardic revolvers. Yep. Uh, Chris Lang says after getting the stitches out of my trigger finger, I was buttoning my pants and the tendon popped. Talking to a surgeon October the 7th, expecting more stitches soon. Uh-huh. Sounds like a good bit. <laughs> that doesn't sound like yeah. any fun at all. Yeah, I gotta go see the orthopedic surgeon about my elbow on the 11th. Abby said, basically, it's a mag-fed revolver. Yeah. 500 Magnum says, I wish 3220 was still available. Ah, but it is. Keep an eye on Starline Brass, and they uh, will occasionally have a run of it. It's like 35 Remington. It's hard to find brass for that thing. Sergeant Joe says, Joe Smith learned Gary something. That's right. Huh? Uh, Mike White says, weird bullets. The gyro bullet yeah, was a jet or rocket. Gyro? Gyro Yeah, he's bullet. talking about the gyro jet. Oh, I remember the yeah. gyro jet. Yes, I do too. I've seen yeah. that video, yes. So we have another panelist. Let's welcome the gun snob has joined us. What hey, is that? Job. What's up, Snobby? Driving. Where are you going? Where are you going? Oklahoma. Oh, you're going home? Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah, I just left the range. Uh Okay. So it wasn't a full day, or you just decided to get out of the range? No, it's still like four, but I got 13 and a half hours to drive, so I'm going to go ahead and leave. Well, I can't say as I blame you. What in the world? We're having trouble here. Anyway, so how was your uh, how was your weekend? Looked like you had fun out there. Oh yeah, it was fun. So, uh, anything of note that you can tell us, or you don't want to spoil it? No, I mean there's just nothing. Thing. Yeah. Hanging Can't... out, having fun, fitting video. Yeah, I wish I could have been with you, but I wasn't invited to this one. I probably couldn't have went anyway. So, but uh, yeah, it's a good thing you guys had a chance to go out and shoot some pew pews with some with a lot of different people and stuff like that. It always looks like it'd be a fun weekend. Probably loud. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's really loud. <laughs> How many but, different people are there? I don't know. They said this is the biggest one ever. Their 10th anniversary. Wow. Yeah, and they thought it was going to get called off for a while there because of the hurricane, but it didn't get out that way. So. It never even sprinkled here. It was cloudy some yesterday, so it was nice when it got cloudy. 
weather's been beautiful. It's somewhat cool and beautiful. What area in Georgia is he in, uh, Snob? It's northern Georgia. Northern? Northeast. It's just outside of Greenville, not very far. South okay. Carolina. Yes, I lived down there in Georgia there for about 15 years. I knew he had that going on. I'd like to have gotten out to, to see it, but now that I'm on this dedicated run, I don't get down that way at all. So yesterday's pomade is out there. Good morning. Uh, G23 says 41 meg is a great round. Yes, sir. I've got one. Smith & Wesson Model 57. Chris Lang says the craziest pistol caliber I have shot was 4570. Yeah. <laughs> I do make handguns in that now, so. <laughs> yeah. Yep. BFR. I've got a Super 16 that's uh, set up for the contender frame that has a muzzle brake. And believe me, you know you fired something and you pull a trigger on that one. Oh, Somebody was shooting a two-inch barrel 460 yesterday. It was Good ridiculous. God. I'm not has a video of it. It's crazy. That's wow. insane. No thanks. No thank you. <laughs> that... yeah. It looks uncomfortable. I did not really... Yeah. Look very fun. Everybody talks about the 500 Magnum was probably having the worst recoil on a revolver. Uh-uh. 460s is no. worse. That thing in a yeah, two-inch barrel? No, thank you. Nope. So, new I watch got a 15-inch. Go I got a 15-inch barrel for the Encore 460. And I've also got a rifle barrel in 20-inch. 20, 20, 20 Katadin. And uh, you could fire all three rounds in that in that uh, barrel. You got the 45 LC, you got the 454, and you've also got the 460. So New Watch podcast is as he says. I was looking at an M4 Alaskan Survival Derringer, 410 and 4570 for about five hundred dollars. Any one of you got experience with it? Worth getting? No. Uh, no experience with it, and I don't want any. <laughs> no, not with that for forty-five seventy. <laughs> no, thank no. you. <laughs> no, Chris. I got the thirty thirty BFR, and it's plenty. I couldn't imagine yeah, I, a forty-five seventy uh, BFR, let alone a forty-five seventy Derringer. Yeah, right. I saw your video about that uh, thirty thirty uh, BFR. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty reasonable, but it's it's there. You know it. You know you shot it. Oh yeah. Now, vain insanity says Chris Lang. It's pretty gnarly and has some wrist snap. Same with five hundred mag. G twenty three says I have a judge. It does four ten and forty five cold. Yep. Five hundred magnum says I'm crazy, but I want a fifty bmg revolver. That would be a lot of steel in your hand. <laughs> you know, think right. that cylinder would be? Uh, Vain Insanity says 460 has some gnarly snap. Ever seen the guy who made a 50 BMG pistol, the Ultra Wrist Snapper? Yep. Uh, Honcho Fett's out there. ate that thing. 
Honcho Fed saying hi, G23 says Gizzard Gary the 338 Razorback is an 8.6 blackout projectile loaded in a 10 millimeter case. Wildcat round. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Some people just. Some of these guys, I think, just really want to hurt their wrist. I don't, yeah. I don't think you'd be hurting your wrist. I mean, it'd just be a thirty. A 338 round and a 10 millimeter. I was well talking about it. some of these other guns that people have uh, been Yeah, those about. other guns, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've grown attached yeah. to my wrist. I don't really want to shoot a 50 cal out of my wrist. You know, yeah. fair or a bit brownie. Yeah, 338 Razorback, <laughs> if that's all it is, it seems kind of pointless. All you got to do is load a 10 millimeter with a 135 green rod and you'd be getting the same benefit from it. Yeah. Now, 223 DMR sent this picture a few minutes ago. I guess this is. I guess where they're having church. It's a pretty oh. good sized venue for church. Ozark's yeah. Amphitheater. Hmm. Huh. Wonder where that's at. Chris Lang says, probably not enough dwell time in the Derringer to be too bad. Not sure I want to find out. Yeah, I'm not, mm. not really interested in finding out. G23 says, the 600 Nitro Express Revolver is the ultimate wrist snapper. Yeah. You guys go ahead and shoot that stuff. Uh, I had I'm a not... friend of mine at I had a friend of mine at Thompson Center down when it was down in Rochester, New Hampshire. And he was one of the techs that uh, designed uh, different barrels and stuff. He was telling me one day they had actually made a barrel, 15-inch barrel, big bore, for a 375 H&H. He said he put one round through it off the bench. The barrel came off of the, of the frame. <laughs> they took the components off the barrel, and the barrel went in the scrap heap. Wow. That's how severe that thing was. They, the only way that they would build that caliber after that point in time was a... 26-inch rifle barrel, and they never offered that caliber in a pistol barrel after that. Now, Gunmetal Guy USA says, Gary, hey, shooting big boars, what wrist are for anyway? Who needs that eating, eating skill or bathing skill anyhow? You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting to think if these guys knew there was a thing called the four-bore rifle round, they'd be out there trying to make a handgun for it. I mean, yeah. Some weirdos out there in the chat right now. I don't know. I don't know about these people out there in that chat right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a round for a ten, uh, ten um, eight bore. It was a Sounder cartridge. They actually used in uh, uh, plotting what was under the ground in an area that they was surveying or checking out. And he had a special barrel for that thing. So he had a big slug in it. I don't know what the weight was, but it was huge. 
and uh, with... they would they would actually put that thing into that barrel and fire it into the ground. They'd have uh, seismic sensors all over the place. They fired that round, and they would get a picture of what was under the surface of the ground there for a pretty good distance. Well, four bores, what they originally actually used for big game in Africa. That's what they used That's for right. elephants and rhinos and stuff. I don't know if That's you ever right. saw the video where uh, Forgotten Weapons when Ian shot it. He he shot it once and said, "Okay, that's enough." <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So, how long a drive do you have going home, Snob? I looked earlier; it was thirteen twenty-seven. Which way are you going across? Uh, to Atlanta, and then across to Birmingham, and up to Memphis in 40. Yeah. So that's going to have you getting home around midnight? Yeah, I think I'll be home midnight. One, I didn't put it in my GPS yet before I get to Atlanta. Hmm. Suicide circle. <laughs> Uh-oh. 285, suicide circle. Very familiar. Uh, it took me right through downtown Atlanta yesterday. Yeah. Because or Friday because there was a wreck on the bypass. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> well, that's an everyday occurrence on that circle. It's sixty-eight miles around that thing. Dang. Go completely around it. I hate Atlanta. I hate everything about it, but last yeah. time it wasn't terrible on a Sunday morning. It was still bad, yeah. but it wasn't terrible. Right. So I'm hoping I can roll through it pretty quick today. Yeah. What I remember about Atlanta is everybody was like a racetrack. Everybody was hauling butts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It says I'll be yeah. home at 12.05 a.m. Sounds about right. Of course, the way you drive, it'll be closer to 11 o'clock. But... I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so G23 says someone should make a 950 JDJ revolver. That would be awesome. Oh my god, are you crazy? <laughs> uh, 500 yeah. Magnum says Gary, thoughts on 357 maximum and 22 TCM? I don't know anything oh. about 357 maximum. Those are very good cartridges. I've Those shot the 22 TCM before. That's a fireball. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's see. Vain Insanity says 800 Nitro is the biggest elephant gun you can rock. Was surprised hearing about it. Now, Mike White says, and I thought my six-hour drive for my vacation was long. <laughs> I don't know. I had a good 12-hour drive down to Houston when I went there for NRAM. 12 or 13. It would yeah. have been 12 except for the traffic once you get to within an hour of Houston. Another fun city to drive through, by the way. <laughs> I don't think Stop. Houston is as bad as Dallas. I think they've got better road networks around Houston than Dallas does. Well, yeah, Dallas sucked. 
Of course, I went to Dallas going to Houston in the middle of the night, but I go to Dallas quite a bit. Oh, matter of fact, Stacy's in Dallas right now. Her and her sister. Yeah, I went through around 11 o'clock in the morning. That was fun. Great fun. Mm-hmm. Between the road construction and the wrecks, yeah, it took me a while to get through Dallas. Yeah. There were a number of times I was completely stopped on the roadway. Well, on the way here, there was a wreck in Memphis, and I was sitting in traffic for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, and then I get to it, and there's no first responders there at all. And I think Gary probably has a picture of it. There's a car underneath the uh, a tanker trailer right in front of the wheels, and there's black marks where he drugged the car. I'm surprised it didn't pop up over the car and kill the people. God. It was a big old Crown Vic. That was probably the only thing that saved it. it wasn't a little throwaway car. I don't know. I sent that in the hens chat. Yeah, I'm looking for it. There's a lot of pictures of Bucky's. Let's see. Been before Bucky. Ah, Let's see if I can find it. Well, come on. I'm still looking. There it is. Okay, so finally found it. Good grief. And so, the yeah. front the tires the tires are even with the front doors. Mm. The picture doesn't do it justice how far it's under there. Yeah, you can see the marks on the road where a drug battle is. Mm-hmm. That did not that didn't do that car any favors. That's for sure. I bet you whoever was in the driver's seat of that car was uh, had to change their underwear afterwards. If they had a passenger, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. I feel like that's an inconvenient place to park. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I thought about just rolling down the window and saying, "You can't park there." <laughs> no, that's a Crown Vic, so that's basically a the best thing you can get, in my opinion, to be hit by a truck. That's, I mean, if you're going to be in a car and hit by a truck, I would want a full-size car like that. Yeah. Well, Crown Vic specifically, are like cop cars and taxis, so they're just like mm-hmm. a big chamber with, you know, a lot of engine around it and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at it. It's not even dead. I mean, that this was on the highway, so I'm guessing there was probably some yeah, speed involved, and it's not even, like, crushed. Mm-hmm. Like, a little or car would just be gone, I'm pretty sure if it was a littler car, it would have went right over the top of it. Oh, yeah. So we think a tire popped and it just took it I don't know how it happened. I didn't understand how it happened. It was just a straight interstate. Well, people stroke out and have fits and, you know, freak out. That kind of thing out of nowhere, right? This little gal's on the phone. She's probably saying, no, I don't think it's drivable. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that bad. Yeah, you can see in the reflection up here on the side of the tanker truck, you can plainly see. 
The mm. fender caught that thing. Is that what is Dupree? Is that milk? Dupree, I. Wouldn't that be a milk truck with the, or maybe orange juice or something when it's that clean and nice? Might yeah, be. might be a milk truck. Usually the milk trucks you can tell by the back of them, but. Yeah. They have the thing, at least the one that used to pick up our milk out of, they have the thing with the hoses and stuff they pull up to get the milk out of the farm. Yeah. But just figure if it's clean, it's food, right? Like, usually oil and stuff don't care if it's nice. Dupre is Dupre a, Logistics. Okay. That's just a, uh, a truck an line. outer coning, uh, an outer cover on that uh, tanker. There's actually another layer inside there that's the actual tank. Can't really tell what's in there. But yeah, that's that's a bad day for for both you, of them, especially that car driver. Yeah. You just seen this as you're driving right now or on the way out there? But you can tell it also made contact on the back end too. What license is that? Like ours, is it British Columbia or something? Can't really tell. I think Tennessee. I believe it's Tennessee plates. It's a Tennessee plate, yeah. If it's blue, it's Tennessee plate. Yeah. And that's where I was in Memphis. I was like 6.30 in the morning Friday or so, maybe hmm. 7. Okay, let's see. Travis T. said if the tanker was empty, it probably would have rolled over the car. Uh, G23 says Dupre is a chemical logistics. Oh, well, yeah, chemicals right. would have to be clean sometimes, too. Uh, Gunmetal Guy USA says, I'm just north of Dallas. I never, I repeat, never go downtown from Friday to Monday. I'd rather shoot 9mm than suffer that trouble. Hey, G-Web, see what I did there, buddy? <laughs> LOL, I'm learning. <laughs> Let's everybody know just exactly how horrible it would be. <laughs> Hillbilly um, Up is out there. It's a single shot. Hillbilly Up. How much difference is there if you're driving regular cargo versus like hazmat cargo? Is it like double the pay or is it just a little bit more? It's a bit more, yeah. All right. Well, we've got about eight minutes to go until the giveaway. That hashtag is hashtag EBC152. It's time to get that in if you haven't already done it. We have seven people entered in the giveaway so far. Oh, speaking of giveaway, whenever you, whenever you talk to me next week, Gary, remind me to bring you the stuff. Okay. We got you more stuff for giveaways. You're going to have to step up your giveaways because we got you a bunch more stuff. All right. That's right. I am going to see you next weekend. Yeah. 
did people bring a bunch of loot to give to everybody because they knew they were channels and they do giveaways and stuff like everybody giving everybody extra stuff there was a i don't know there was a ton and they just kept handing it to you because there was some pretty cool stuff this time the gun snob and i will be going to trigger con next weekend which is at uh fall river kansas well it's not exactly fredonia but it's in that vicinity that's the biggest town you've ever heard of close to it and nobody's ever heard of fredonia well the advertising says wichita but it's an hour and 15 minutes east of wichita Uh, DM Fuss says Gizzard Gurry and the Gun Snob have a play date. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh oh. Well, Snob's kind of. There he goes. Um, I don't know about you. I'm probably only coming for Saturday. Yeah, I'm not. I can't think of work anymore. I'm just going Saturday. I'm just driving up that morning. But I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think there's going to be an awful lot of companies there. I've seen the lineup, and there'll be some big boys there, and there'll be there'll be some uh, some booths and some shooting going on. Hopefully, we get some nice video. And I don't know if we'll be able to do lives or not. I'm not sure there'll be any kind of signal out there. We'll see. They may have something out there. So we have gear-report.com is out there in the chat. Say hello to Jeff. I'm out of Jeff. I'm out of Jeff. I had to hang out with Toby all weekend and no Jeff. (laughs) And no TJ either. And no Night Strike. Night Strike didn't make it either. Jeff says, So let's go ahead and put the giveaway on the screen since we're getting close. And for those of you who are new or unfamiliar with what we do here, we give away... We give away a Gizzard Gary Channel sticker and a Gizzard Gary Channel logo magnet, an early bird chat thumbnail sticker, and I'm going to throw in a Fuster Cluck ticket sticker, courtesy of Radical Firearms. TMS is out there in the chat. And we have, uh, I don't know, about four minutes or so left till the giveaway 15 people entered 31 watching still have time get those hashtags in hashtag ebc152 if you're out there on youtube or facebook or twitch you can enter tms says got my gizzard gary magnet on my car nice we, we got two refrigerators and i got one on each refrigerator Uh, G23 says Gizzard Gary did Snobby get to give Hobo Jeff a big hug and a bigger kiss like he promised no he wasn't there oh he kicked it out Uh, Jeff said the gun snob has been tobied (laughs) 
does that to him, I got if he ever does that to me again, I got a boot for Jeff. <laughs> All right, so we got seventeen entered in the drawing. About two and a half minutes left to go. Mike White says, "What? No Aegis gun cleaner or oil? Not on oil a Sunday. Sunday. That's coming up this coming Friday, though. It will be time for Aegis gun care. Should be, I believe, the basic gun cleaning kit this Friday. On foul territory, one ninety. Uh, GearReport.com says hashtag EBC197 hashtag pre-winner. <laughs> I don't know if it works that way. Yeah, I don't think it does. Tim S. says and Snob's on the move. Yep, he's headed. He is headed home to beautiful Oklahoma. He's heading back to the old reservation. He's got, are you saying he has reservations? No, I'm saying he lives on a reservation. Well, the whole state practically is a Not reservation. The whole eastern <laughs> side of the state is now, apparently. All right, so we are down to just about one minute left in the drawing. Still only 17 people entered. So, the rest of them just must not like free stuff. What can I say about that? Block 9 said the Sooner sure got scalped in Fort Worth yesterday. Oh, darn the luck. Yeah. Uh, Jayhawks week before him. Wow. Not a, not a great year to be a Sooner fan. <laughs> no, I wasn't Jayhawks. It was Kansas State. Hey, the Jayhawks are leading the Big 12, although they're not ranked, although after this week they That's may be. They're not going to be leading the Big 12 after, after OSU smoked Baylor yesterday. OSU's going to be number one in the Big 12. We'll see. They will be. So Jeff said, hate that I missed the IV8888 event. I've been working on taxes and college recruiting all weekend. Got to get my youngest some scholarships. Defense Dad says, headed into work. Have a great day, fellas. Have a good one, Double E. And it is... It is almost what we call 11 o'clock a.m. Central Time. As soon as that clock hits 11, I'm going to hit the button. 19 entries. That was an hour ago. Well, that's right. You're in a different time zone. <laughs> okay, here we go. Good luck, everybody. Let's see who this weekend's winner is. And Brian Bridges. Brian Bridges, you're today's winner, winner, no chicken dinner. <laughs> so congratulations to Brian Bridges. Didn't he just win recently? Um, Abby said, uh, Abby said, Gary, I emailed you my new address last chat. Yes, I did get it. Thank you very much, Abby. I updated my, uh, my, uh, 
address thing. Let's see who did win. Well, Brian Bridges won back August the seventh. It's been a while, so not real recently. But uh, so, congratulations, Brian! A repeat winner, not an immediate repeat winner. Wherever is Brian out there, or did he leave us? Course, you don't have to be present to win. We don't play that game here. So, uh, there he is. There's Brian. He says, Yay! Awesome. All right. Mike White says, I've only won once. Yeah, we've got a number of people on the early bird chat that have only won once. So, for Brian, yeah, that's his second win ever. No, I'm getting closer to hot land. I'm already up to three lanes in each direction. But you're still moving. Yeah, there's no traffic, so that's a good thing. Oh, you're in the Bible Belt. Everybody's in church right now. You heathen. Sure they are. <laughs> sure they are. Do the, do the Falcons have a home game today? I don't know. The Raiders well, they got that game today, whenever it is. Sunday usually a light day. Usually not too bad. I made decent time coming through here last year on about this time on a Sunday. Hmm. <coughs> yes, the Falcons have a home game today. Oh, they yeah. probably have their church service right there at the stadium. They have at, the church uh, while the tailgating. Yeah, that game is at noon, so about an hour from now, yeah, the Falcons have a home game, so you may very well run into some game time traffic. They ought to already be there by the time I roll through there. Yeah. Kick off at noon. They ought to be there. Kick so off at one, not noon. You gotta remember your time zone you're in, Snob. Tim S. says, every second matters 2A today. Brian says, thanks, y'all. Uh, G23 says, I have never won an EBC that I can remember. Uh, yes, you did, as a matter of fact. Back in uh, episode 114, you did. Yes, I keep track of that stuff, G23. You won on Halloween of 2021, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you did win. So, so there. <laughs> I had uh, one of them handed to me, but I've never officially had uh, the chance to win one. So 500 Magnum says, God bless America and bless the Second Amendment. Yes, sir. Shall not be infringed. Tim S. says, are they the Blue Falcons? Hmm. I don't know. Looking at their logo, they're the Black Falcons, but that's racist. So they're just like in Marvel Comics, they're just the Falcons now. I believe their team colors are black and red, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but the Falcon itself is black. Yeah. 
the, the Falcon in the logo. Who ever seen a Red Falcon? Hmm. Unless you're talking a Ford Falcon. I've seen them. I have too. Back in my day, you don't see too many of them anymore. <laughs> Most of them are probably rested. But... Well, well, crushed. Let's see. Vain insanity said had one handed to me and one one on the same day was one gnarly time. Wow. <laughs> That's a heck of a deal. Uh, Tim S. says, I've seen a ton of blue falcons in the military. Oh, okay. They must have been in the Air Force. <laughs> More than likely. Yep. Mike White says, I've seen a red-tailed hawk. Yep. Oh, okay. I see an eagle right beside the road yesterday. Alive or dead? Alive. Wow. That was a surprise. I see a flash, and I looked off to the left, and he was just uh, leaving uh, his meal, and he took off. I said, wow, that's pretty cool. I see two of them at one time up in Maine one time. I was coming down I-95 toward Bangor. Same thing, see a flash off to the left. I looked over, there was two of them taking flight. So Vane Insanity says, got to see UFC last night and seen Zuckerberg and his wife in the crowd. Was something else, LOL. Hmm. Now, DM Foss said, I seen a house fly. Seen a horse I have too. Uh-huh. I've seen a horse fly, yes I have. But I and a dragon fly. But I've done seen everything when I've seen an elephant fly. <laughs> Tim S. says, what do you well, think it is. Avatar, Gary? What's that? Oh. What's that? What is that? What in the world? <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I had, I had somebody send that to me, and I really liked that. That was a custom paint job on a cabola. Huh. that's pretty cool. So that's a real photo, not a Photoshop yeah. or a. No, that's real. They put a ton of money in that paint job. Let me tell you. So Tim S. says, well, it is early bird chat, so yeah, that's true. We do talk about birds on the early bird chat. Uh, Gunmetal Guy USA said, Gary, I saw a hawk getting intently acquainted with a pigeon in a parking garage. He was borrowing some of its feathers. Yeah, I'll bet. These things happen in nature sometimes. Yes, sir. Tim S. says that's a cool pick, single shot. It certainly is. It is. It's amazing some of the things you see on trucks. I especially like to see them around the holiday time when people decorate those up with lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of those trucks are pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I was a kid, there was a guy that drove a truck and that didn't live far from where we did. He had his, he had one of those flat front trucks like that one. He had it painted like Optimus Prime from the Transformers. Cool. I see some other guys out here go uh, go wild with the paint and then turn around uh, at nighttime. They go wild with the lights, but most of the time those guys had to change alternators to handle all the excess current that it was drawn for those lights. Some of those rigs were beautiful. I had some pictures of them, but unfortunately I lost them. So Vane Insanity says, love the pick. I enjoy artwork on vehicles and trucks. Now Bernie Sanchez says, I got a bird I show off, but it's not just for anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Tim S says, now when you see a green goblin on the front of the truck, you know it's over. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that truck's driving itself. That's unreal. That was really Chris something. Lang says, I've seen hawks, eagles, and buzzards feasting on the same roadkill at the same time. Mm. They don't care. Nah. Food. <laughs> well, it looks like Snob's still moving so far. Keep going, buddy. Just be careful. I hope it's just going. Uh, 500 Magnum says Gary did you see nothing fancies 2 before video it's hilarious but true no I have not I haven't watched a lot of nothing fancy in a long time tell you the truth I do think I have because you're still watching the first one you started yeah that's true Nothing Fancy does videos like the Gun Snob does, these hour-long videos. I don't mind a long video, as long as it's interesting. It was interesting. The thing is, Snob's one-hour video seems like a half-hour video, and Nothing Fancy's one-hour video seems like a five-hour video. If the content (laughs) is interesting, you don't really mind it. Yeah. That's the thing about it. Let's see. Bernie says, that's nothing. I've seen jackrabbits eating roadkill. Wow. Where were you? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Must have been starving. Zombie rabbits. Holy mackerel. I didn't know they were carnivores. They're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. They're not. (laughs) Yeah. Big rabbits will eat whatever. Maybe somebody hit a tree and knocked it down, so that made it roadkill, and then it was eating the leaves off the tree. Maybe. That's possible. Now, I know rabbits will eat deer horns, because that's where they go during the wintertime. If uh, they're around <coughs> after the uh, box will drop the horns, rabbits will eat those horns. Really? You know, you know yep. what you get when a rabbit eats the horn? When a jackrabbit eats the horn? A you get a jackalope. <laughs> That's right. That's what happens. 
Rabbits are one of the things that got to eat constantly to grind their teeth down, don't they? Yeah, yeah I, think, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think they're like uh, rats and mice in that regard. They got to keep their teeth ground down. So they probably, maybe they're eating that stuff to keep their, you know, to do that. Although, I don't know if a bone is stronger than teeth. So Vain Insanity says, we got to see an eagle eating bird seed in 2012 at our bird feeder. It was one of many times seeing them majestic birds. Wow. Two Live Moose says, little woodland critters will eat antlers to get the minerals. Yep. Chris Lang says, jackrabbits do eat anything, and yes, they are carnivorous. That's why we don't eat them. Now, Hillbilly Up says, I thought when a rabbit eats horns, you get a horny rabbit. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) DM Foss, he says, rabbits are crazy for tricks. That's what I was on TV growing up. Rabbits eat cereal. Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. That's why I put my cereal way up high so the rabbits can't get in here and eat it. Although I don't have tricks in here. so yeah. no. uh, uh, The rabbits are as tall as you, so what? Good lord. You know, <laughs> you know, Bugs Bunny always said he was a jackrabbit, and the only thing we ever saw him eating was carrots. Hillbilly up, he says, I don't eat rabbit, it makes me jumpy. Maybe that's what's wrong with jumpy. Yeah. He eats rabbits. Yeah, there's a lots of things wrong with jumpy. Jumpy killer? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a different duck out there. He's been around for quite a while. I still see him out there in the Yankees chats every once in a while. So, Snob, are the rest of the boys going home, or are they staying a little later? Oh, they'll probably stay until it's over, because they got... Sarge only has a two-hour drive, and then OB only has, like, four. I just didn't have a choice to leave a little early. No, you really didn't. So, Bernie says, so eating squirrel makes you squirrely. Yeah, it sure does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, old Crankman, he says, the eastward shift in Ian's track, as well as increasing size of the hurricane, prompted the issuance of a tropical storm warning for Bamini and Grand Bahama in the Bahamas late on September the 27th. Mm. Now, to live Moo, he says, Rick's life as I see it eats Welsh rabbit. I don't think that's quite the same thing. No, that, that's an open-faced grilled cheese that you... Yeah, there's no I real said, rabbit in Welsh rabbit. <laughs> you know, I sent Rick a picture the other day. Because in Bigsby, there's this restaurant called I Love Mac and Cheese. So I snapped a picture of it and sent it to Rick and said, I found your restaurant. <laughs> he didn't act real thrilled about it in his reply. <laughs> I don't think he's going there. So he did reply to you. Yeah, he replied, but I don't think he's going. Uh, yeah, that's surprising. Let's see. Kingpin says, it's on toast. Yeah, I... Rick it's Rick's... actually pronounced Welsh rarebit. But, yeah, Rick is a... 
mellowing out, I think, because we made the joke about it only being a open face grilled cheese yesterday on his show, and he, he didn't respond. So. <laughs> Usually he uh, freaks out. And his <laughs> Usually we get the response that Kingpin put out there. Yeah. It's on Rick toast. Rick would have hated what they fed us yesterday. It was rainy day. They had a smoked macaroni and cheese for a side. It was actually really good. Ooh, that is So G23 says, Gary, put a poll out for who is paying less than three seventy nine for a gallon of gas. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I, gave like three, three I, gave two, I gave 264 when I filled up the other day. Whoa. Yesterday. Or Friday night. In, in Georgia? Yeah. What are they bitching about then? It's like a buck cheaper than out here. It was 309, I, I think, when I left Oklahoma. I fueled this truck day before yesterday. It was sitting on about a quarter tank. The bill was $1,007. Oh. How many gallons? How many gallons? How many gallons? Uh, 165, 170, something like that. So, Vane Insanity is asking ever eat most legal species of beef jerky? Mm. I've had a few. I've had ostrich jerky. Let's see. Deer jerky. Goose jerky, believe it or not. Yeah, the the way the question's worded, that there, there's it, that's not that doesn't add up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's meat jerky. Meat yeah. jerky. DM Foss says, "Go ahead." Go ahead. Uh, DM Foss says, "The hardest part of smoking mac and cheese is keeping it lit." Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, speaking of jerky, I think I'm gonna stop at Bucky's and pick me up some jerky for the trip home. I should have enough fuel to get the buckies. plan. And a brisket sandwich. Dang. Gotta have that. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have a brisket sandwich on the way. I'll probably get something different on the way back. When we went to Pittsburgh for my wife's doctor's appointment, was that when, last Wednesday? No, yeah, not this past Wednesday, but Wednesday before. Uh, the one gas station in Pennsylvania that we passed, it was almost $5 a gallon still. Pennsylvania's high. Mm-hmm. I don't no. buy. I don't buy fuel in Pennsylvania unless it's abs- an absolute necessity. Oh, neither did we. <laughs> <That's> like- <laughs> <laughs> now, five hundred Magnum says it's two ninety nine where I am. G twenty three says I paid five twenty a gallon yesterday. Wow, Good, great. Oh uh, four Hemi says three eighty eight for regular here, four forty four for diesel. Two Live Moose said 410 in West Michigan. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Sanchez says 268 a gallon as of yesterday. Thanks, Uncle Joe. No. Uh, <laughs> the poll so far. Let's see. Are we haven't paying? had our strategic reserve down this low since. Right. Um, and we have right. more things that need fuel strategically than probably ever before. 
we have an yeah. overabundance, but if we're ever going to need the stuff and if someone's calculating when and how to mess with us, that's one of the factors they would use, right? Yeah. So 14 votes in a poll, 29% said yes, they are paying less than 3.79 a gallon. 71% said no. So by and large, most of my viewers are paying more than 3.79 a gallon. Chris Lang says we are right at 379 for mid grade. Oh, I only and get what? I never count what. Like when someone says, "What are you paying for gas?" Do you guys count the highest number or the lowest number? I count whatever it is I pay, which is the lowest number. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yellow. So, sure shot. When that thing costs you 1,200 bucks or whatever. What is it normally like nine hundred or eight hundred or like? No, normally I don't. I don't let it get uh, down below three quarters of a tank. I got just a little bit less than three quarters right now. I'm not driving my truck because it's broke down, so I'm driving somebody else's. And uh, it was only uh, just a little bit over a quarter of a tank, and these trucks have dual one fifties on them, so you got. You got total of 300 gallons total, but you can only use 290. The bottom five gallons is not used because of uh, because of sediment. <clears throat> and uh, I was I was expecting it. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like I in know. the north, like three years ago, what would that have cost? Oh God, probably three, four, four hundred maybe. Oh, so it's a, f- a three lot times more increase. expensive. Yeah, it's a lot more expensive now. But unfortunately, you know, like I've mentioned before, it costs us in the beginning, but <laughs> the consumer is going to be the one that's going to be catching the most for it. So, Vane Insanity says, My man, get that jerky. I legit tried all species of jerky. One that was odd was alligator jerky. Oh. And it's five forty a gallon for gas here. <clears throat> it's three forty seven here yesterday when I filled up. When you look at Burn a out. store at like a beef jerky section or somebody is trying to impress you with a bunch of odd beef jerkies or whatever, or the odd meat jerkies and they'll always have it's all farm stuff, right? So I would say the, the most exotic jerkies are like probably bear. I've never seen a commercial bear before, and people you know, shoot bears all the time. Oh. Or maybe like mountain lion. Not that many people eat them, but then uh, pig, boar, that kind of thing. I don't know if that's exotic, but you know what I mean? Like, those are more the things you're not going to find at a store. I'm trying to think of what else is hunt- hunted. Like elk, maybe? But I've seen elk in a store. There's there's yep, farm elk. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think good of what stuff. else. I've, I've yeah, seen I've got a lot of elk jerky. I think I've even seen reindeer at a store, like a Cabela's or something. Hmm. I think I think Cabela's or Bass Pro does have a reindeer jerky. I think you're right. I think I've seen that before. I mean, it's because they have farms of that stuff up there somewhere, so they can make this. And half yeah. the time, there, if you look at those fancy ones, like alligator and the weird ones, um, ostrich. There's an ostrich place right here in Tucson, and they still their ostrich is like sixty or forty to sixty percent cow, and then they put the other stuff in. Because some of that stuff, well, I don't know what alligators like, but you know, it probably doesn't lend itself to jerky. 
So Smeggy says GRPC is on a 15-minute break, so I'm here now. But Two Life Moose says I've had muskrat jerky when I was a kid. <laughs> Good. A muskrat, like a raccoon? Is that like a raccoon? No, mus- muskrat's a giant rodent. They live yeah. on water. Like a beaver? Kind of. Not smaller. Yeah, they'll eat a pond dam out. They'll, they'll dig through like a pond dam and cause it to leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... They're the opposite. Yeah, they're the, around them, though. Yeah, they're the, they're the yang to the beaver's yin. You know? the beaver builds them, and the muskrats tear them down. So, five hundred Magnum said it took fifty three dollars just to fill up my tiny truck yesterday. Oh, uh, four Hemi says, "Remember when diesel was cheaper than regular?" Pepperidge yeah, sure. Farms remembers. <laughs> That's been a day or two. Uh, DM Foss said I had horse jerky in Japan. Well, I don't think I could eat a horse. No, thanks. Well, you go to places like Mongolia and that they eat them like we would do cows. Canada eats them. You can get horse in the United States. People in France eat it. I just don't think. Vane and Sandy says problem with bear is getting meat clean due to all the parasites and stuff. Had bear jerky before a boar. Ostrich jerky, all is pretty good and exotic. Gotta love rare jerky. The number one fermented beverage in uh, Mongolia is fermented horse milk. Yeah. <laughs> it's the number one selling alcoholic beverage there. One of the worst things about horses is that the U.S. government bans horses from being slaughtered in the U.S., so they have to be shipped out of the country to Mexico or Canada to be slaughtered. So... <laughs> There's no market for horses that aren't good horse, like a good riding horse, just a horse. There's no market for them because it costs too much to ship them to have them butchered. Hmm. What about dog food? Don't they turn them into dog food? That's what I assumed. Uh, I don't think they do live ones. Like when we dairied and, you know, ran a lot of cattle, not just a hundred head of mamas, but uh, you lost a lot. We had this thing called a dead wagon that came and picked them up. It was just a truck, basically kind of a dump truck. It was more like a rollback with a sides on it. And they just drag a winch out and winch the cow up in it, and they'd come out and get it for free. Dead cow, but they'd want to well, come like a day with the hide or whatever. I didn't realize those are free. I figured you'd get something for them. They're good. You're giving them the dog no, food for no. free? Yeah, you're giving them the cow, and that's what they made out of was dog food then. I guess they still do it. I think that's but what they would might. come out. Well, if you got a hundred, if you got a hundred cows in a typical year, how many of them die? Uh, I mean, we don't lose any now. We actually just lost one the other day, but it, we might okay, so lose one or like two a year. Losing, that's what I was going to say. You're going to lose a couple to something, and that's where I figure dog food. Yeah, I mean, lightning's a big thing in the spring. A big thing is lightning gets them. But like when we dairied, we lost. You lose a lot more because you have a lot more cattle. Uh, well, that's the thing. I'm saying per hundred. Yeah, we milked a hundred head of cattle, so we had two hundred head of mama cows. So Ozzy's out there. Ozzy Orsborn says, "Bark, taking a break from roofing. I'm too old for this hard work." Uh, Razor <laughs> JB says, two ninety three in North Carolina." Um. And then he says, horse is some of the best meat I've ever had. Had it in Japan as well. That's what Bob used to say, or Bob does say. 
Now, Tim S. says Silver Dollar City sells multiple types of jerky. Yak, camel, wild boar. Yak. I don't think I've ever even seen yak on a menu. That'd be interesting. It must taste oh. like cow, right? Probably similar. I mean, they're both type of cattle. Yeah, I would think. Mike White says gas you know, is five cents. Go ahead. Saying it should be good. I was going to say horse should be good meat because it's really muscled. Horses have more muscle than cattle, and they're fed good. So in theory, it should be good. So Mike White says gas is five seventy five or more a gallon here in California. Uh, Rob D's out there. He says, "Is this a place to put in a complaint about them nine millimeter denying van guys?" <laughs> you want to I talk can't. to the nine millimeter or the van hating nine millimeter guys about that? Well, to your point about the horse meat snob, uh, all the horses that are in the United States or the Americas now are all from uh, the old, the Eastern, uh, you know, Europe and all that because the what they call I get what I don't even know what the proper term is anymore, but we'll just call them Indians. Hunted all the native horses. Because they were eating, they would eat them. So mm-hmm. all the native, all the native horses to the Americas were wiped out by hunting. And my GPS changed me and just sent me right, sent me right through downtown Atlanta. Yeah, it's faster. Yeah, you guys should go around there full wheel or we can't. Not allowed unless you've got paperwork uh, stating that you absolutely have a delivery in downtown Atlanta. It's like a $1,500 fine if you get caught. Going back to the poll, we have 22 votes out there. Uh, 36% say yes, they are paying less than $379 for a gallon of gas. 64% say no. So it's about a two-to-one split. So I guess I'm pretty lucky where I'm at. Yeah. Can't complain too much. I, I know I went through damn near a full tank of gas yesterday, but part of that was because I got all the way to where I was meeting my daughter at the restaurant yesterday, not realizing I was supposed to have picked up my son-in-law back in, back at the house. So I had to double back about a 20-mile 20, 20 drive back to uh, where they lived and pick up my son-in-law. Uh, but... Uh, my daughter did have her test yesterday. She'd been studying for all summer for her uh, for her license, her professional license for uh, psychology, and she did pass. That's the good news. So she doesn't have to do that anymore. And I forget, she is now a licensed clinical psychotherapist. Yeah. That's evidently a big deal. Yeah. So, you fix all your psychotic issues? 
She told me one time she said it's an ethical violation to to uh, do evaluations on your own family members and stuff like that. So. Uh, well, you, you could get oh, her so a lot. You'd have to stay psychotic. Huh? She can't. I, yeah, I'd have to pay her for it. In other words, and I uh, can't afford it. Well, you can get her a lot of referrals from the crowd out there in the YouTube chat with some of those uh, calibers they were wanting to shoot in the handgun. <laughs> yeah, I know that's <laughs> right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she's pretty happy about that. That allows her to actually, I believe, do several things with her license she couldn't do before, like uh, do uh, private practice and stuff like that. I don't know all the particulars, but I know she's pretty excited about it. Yeah. Chris Lang says, don't let her on the panel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> She was one time on my panel for Foul Territory for a little bit. Many episodes ago. But she's not really into this stuff. Now, she does own a few pistols. So she's not an anti-gunner or anything like that. But she's not big into the 2A and stuff like that. Because, she, well, I've tried. I've tried. But, uh, oh well. She's at least, she's conducive to it. She's bought me stuff for the channel before, so she supports me. She knows what I do. She's just not into it herself. Uh, son-in-law has several guns, so it's not like they don't have any. Uh, Tim S. says, see y'all later. Got a sandwich artist that needs a ride. Okay. Uh -huh. Thank you, Tim. Somebody's going to work. Wow, that's great. Taking his wife to taking his wife somewhere and calling her a sandwich artist. Geez. <laughs> it might be a son He's or a daughter. Than I am. It might be a son or a daughter, or maybe a neighborhood kid uh, that just happens yeah. to work at Subway. You know, yeah, I don't know about that snob. We've heard some of the names you've called Stacy. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll bet you missed having her along. Yeah, every minute of the trip. I'll bet you were on the phone with her constantly the entire time you were there. I think I talked to her two or three times this whole time. I'll try to avoid that. Let's see, 500 Magnum said, my mother was anti-gun. I finally convinced her. Now she is pro-gun. Oh, good for you. Well, yeah. Good deal. So, uh, we are at, whoops, we just lost uh, the gun snob. Must have ran into a problem with his phone. But, uh, it's 11.35 a.m. We've got about an hour and a half to go. Since uh, since Rob D's out here, how about we talk about this little company that a few of you may have heard of called R&L Displays. R&L Displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits that give you endless options to display your firearms in different ways. With an interchangeable magazine design, you can effortlessly go 
from a wall mount firearm displayed to a desk or table stand. Also now available are pistol display stands. All products are handcrafted in New York, USA. So remember to visit rndeldisplays.com. Alright, so the gun snob has returned just in time. That's uh, RNL displays for. Well, you lost him again. For you people out there on the podcast side, or if you're just listening, that's R-A-N-D-L displays.com. Don't forget to use code GizzardGary for 15% off your order. And I see that Mystic Guns is out there. Hey, Mystic. And he said, well, I save you from snob for a few minutes. Oh. Must be calling him. Okay. That's why he got dropped off. I see. (laughs) And he's back. I think. Yep, he looks like he's back. Let's see, Vane and Sandy says, pretty pretty rad, 500 mag. I had some anti-gun folks. I got into being gun folks. It's nice getting people into loving guns. Uh-huh. Speaking of her calling, she called and screwed everything oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she told me, she said, well, I'll save you from snob for a few minutes. Yeah, that screws up my phone and disconnects it from my truck somehow. I don't know what it did. Rob said, Rob said, everyone should order five displays today. I'd appreciate it. Hmm, wow. Mystic says, quit whining, snob. <laughs> and, uh... Block 9 says, Gary, I sent you a corn of the Circle K game. In the email? Because I didn't get it if it was to my email. Let me check. I know, but those signs are saying, Major Sporting Event, you ah. Maxis. I see it. It got caught in my junk filter. Let me... Let me move it where it belongs. Move to the inbox. There we go. Now I'll be able to see it. I hate it when stuff gets caught in my junk filter. <laughs> Yeah, so let's take a look here. So it's a game where you can win a free Circle K pie or 30 cents off per gallon, which is what he won, I believe, or one free True North Pure Energy Seltzer. Wow. Cool. Has anybody ever heard of the author Lee Williams before? Oh, yeah, the gun writer. Okay, you have? You follow him? Yeah. Okay. He writes for Ammo Land, I believe, for a number of other things, yeah. Let's see. Mystic says, I did my job as the wife then. 
500 Magnum says, besides, uh, besides, I came from a very pro-gun family, my brother, grandma, and grandpa. My dad was, of course, dad was in the military and dad hunted, so we always had guns around the house. Yeah. Never thought anything about it. Of course, back then you very rarely saw anybody actually carrying in public, but I, I knew what guns were ever since I was a little kid. We always had them around the house, and as soon as I was able to, Dad took me out hunting with him, and I got to shoot guns eventually owned my own guns. Yeah. I have owned guns of one type or another since I was literally probably 14. 15, something like that. Yep. Still have that shotgun. But, uh, now I didn't shoot a handgun until I was, I think, in my mid 20s. My sister actually bought one and brought it up to Kansas, and I shot it. And I didn't own one for another 30 years after that, so. So DM Foss says, Mystic Guns, if only someone could save you from Snob. Too late. <laughs> Looks like Snob's in some slow traffic right now. Yes. Coming around downtown. Gotta love Atlanta. Oh, now <laughs> you hit the football traffic. Probably. Let's There's just see. something about it. As soon as you get east of the Mississippi River, the traffic doubles. Yep. Well, so does the population, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I like going west. I'm, I'm a west fan. Usually I go west and never really hit traffic. If you drive too far, you'll hit California, though. Uh-huh. Well, I don't go to California. I mean, you get a little bit of traffic in Denver... Maybe Salt Lake City and uh, Vegas, but those are the only towns that really ever have bad traffic in. Because I never really drive to Arizona or to Phoenix, anyways. I'm sure, that's pretty bad. Yep, it can be. Well, at this rate, you'll be getting home about Tuesday. I, it actually improved my time a little bit ago until eleven thirty. With the delay, it told me there was a five-minute delay ahead when it switched me and told me it was going to be 11.30. Yeah, that looks like at least five minutes. And we went up. Yeah, 11.30 p.m. That's the daylight time. Yeah, well, we went 823 miles left. When we go to Pittsburgh, even though I'm from there, the wife always insists on using the GPS on the phone. And it's a good thing she did because every way that I would have told her to go to get back down here, there was either an accident or road work delays. Every time we got on one of the damn roads. Reason I know, I've got my truck has GPS and I've got a stupid Garmin thing. Which I love my Garmin thing. I bought it when I was going to the mountains. You don't have cell service. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't account for traffic and traffic accidents. So I end up using my Google Maps all the time. 
that's what we just we just use Google Maps on the phone. Plug the phone into the car and it puts it right there on the dashboard. Yeah, that's how Stacy's car does. Hers has the Apple player. I'm sure Gary's does too. Yeah. Or puts it on the dash. Mine well, doesn't. Her, hers has the sync. I could do it Bluetooth, but if I'm gonna have my if I'm gonna use my phone, I'm just gonna have it plugged in so it charges. You don't have Apple CarPlay? I don't have an Apple phone. That wouldn't work. No, I was talking to Snob. Oh. Now, the the Rams didn't come out with it until 18. Mine's a 16. Mine's got the Uconnect. It runs through my truck. But it doesn't actually have CarPlay. Yeah. Hers has wireless charging for the phones, but you can only fit one phone on the wireless charger, and she always puts hers on it. So... Mine gets plugged into the USB port. So Mystic says, I'm good with later this week. <laughs> but for some reason, she can't get Android Auto to, to work right the now. <laughs> Still can't figure out why her car won't work, or her phone won't work right with Android Auto. Mine works no problem. So, Snob, are you upgrading your phone? Ah, uh, probably. I told Stacy to look. After we played with OBs and stuff. I just did, though. That irritates me because I just upgraded it six months ago. Mm-hmm. But Braden's still using an XR, so I guess I'll be nice and give it my 13 Pro. You guys all talked me into upgrading to the iPhone 13 and then... Four, four months later, everybody upgrades to the 14. Well, I didn't which, want to at all. Which version it's of crazy the 13? The camera yeah, which version I've of the 13, 13 you got, Pro. Gary? 13 Pro, and you upgraded to 14. There was no point. The thir- the 13 Pro is basically what the 14 regular is. There was no point in upgrading at that point. Yeah, I'm going to a 14 Pro because the camera is crazy yeah. different. Like yeah, that, amazing yeah. difference. I didn't realize. Yeah, if you look at the um, the fourteen, the basic fourteen, and the thirteen Pro, they have the same internals. It's the same processor and everything. If you're not going to the fourteen Pro, there is absolutely no point in updating if you got an iPhone. Yeah, I'll go to the fourteen Pro if I'm gonna go. Mike White says, and Apple will have you upgrading in another six months. That's probably true. No. I wouldn't have done nothing, but they revamped their camera so much. No, Rob, my phone is not made. Could use a new phone. Yeah, my I, I got proof right here that my phone is not made out of rose gold, Rob. It's it's white. So, yeah, it is not rose gold. I hope this infinity behind me has insurance. No sense in leaving a car length in between you. They literally left about six inches in between us. Wow. Don't break, check. how they fit in that hole. I thought about it. You don't want to... got a lazy boy. You don't want to have to pull over in this traffic. Rob, I don't have a lazy boy. And it's your car that has the gold toilets. You're the one who wants to put toilets and everything. Yeah, I worry about you guys a little bit and all your talk about toilets. Are you fixated? That's that's Rob's doing. (laughs) 
Every time we go down that rabbit hole, he's the one that starts it and then claims it's everybody else's fault. Atlanta police just kicked on their lights and went down the shoulder. That's lovely. As long as they're not coming after you. It's one way for me to get through the traffic. They care about me. I'm just trying to get around people. Hey, we got we got some boy here from out of town. We're gonna have to stop him. <clears throat> so you're in a lot of trouble, son. <laughs> oh, I'm this sure he's east of the Mississippi. This here's Georgia. <laughs> the violation of the Man Act. That's right. <laughs> Woo! I twenty West. Well, look at him go now. Boom. What's this dude doing? Walking across the middle of the interstate. That's smart. It's playing Frogger. Oh, there's a homeless camp here. Not bad. He's just going out in his front yard. So, Agorizer is out there. Says, hello, Cluckers. Hello, Agorizer. So, DM Foss wants to know, is Snob in Hazard County? Uh, yeah, I'm fixing to be. Yeah, ha. All right, so ten minutes to the top. The yards go back to our pole. I think we've probably probably ran that into the ground. Let's go ahead and end the pole. So with 27 votes, yes, it was uh, an even 2-1 split. 66% said no, they are not paying less than 379 for a gallon of gas. 33% are paying less than 379. Mike White says visit Daisy Duke while you're there. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, I don't know what else we got going on out there. It is, uh, we've lost single shot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stop. What's Captain's, the matter? Uh, not Cat doing something wrong. I didn't realize I wasn't muted. Oh, I thought he was telling Gizzard to stop. No. Stop, no, Gizzard. Quit. No, no I, was, I was yelling at the cat. Well, if you want to host, you go right ahead. I'll take a break for I, I got my own show to host later, thank you. <laughs> well, maybe you can have a driving gun snob on your show, too. Hey, mine. Very good chance of it. Daisy the Goddess says 500 Magnum. So, uh, let's take a look at what we've got after this program. I do believe we have G23 still out there. There's a, there's a show that comes on right after this, Georgia something. Is it Georgia Trapping and Fishing? Something along those lines, yeah. I believe it has a live stream after this is over. Yes, he says there is. 
Uh, if the crazy Scotsman or the Scottish American doesn't have to work, then there will be uh, foreign and domestic, which is at uh, 6 p.m. Central. And uh, I'm not real sure about locked and loaded Latinos. They tend to change their time sometimes they're doing their live stream. But uh, keep an eye on my community tab. And as these shows post live streams today, I will go ahead and post links to them. But uh, yes, our own uh, Rich White, you're doing uh, This Week Unloaded this evening? Yeah. And you're going to do that earlier than normal? Is that true? No, Uh, no. That was the wrestling show I said I was going to change. wrestling show. Okay. So that will be at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. 8.30 p.m. Eastern for those people who live out yonder. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out there. I see John Z, Mo EDC, is out there. Says, good morning, Gary and fellow gizzards just leaving the gun range. Cool, what'd you shoot? And did you buy something while you were there? A bunch of hobos. I shot a bunch of hobos. They were squatting on the range. Let's see. Vain Insanity says, New York Outcast, I did the one chip challenge. was one spicy challenge, but didn't stop 13 minutes. SCH units of Tube of Terror. Hmm. Mike White says there are a few Radio 2A shows on later today. John Z says 1911 in 22 and 45. Nice. Which one did you like better? And do you have video or pictures? That's definitely a fun day out on the range if you got to shoot a 1911. Oh, were they his, or did he actually buy a gun finally? Because I know he was talking, I think it was last weekend about, or was that the weekend before when he was talking about wanting to get a metal frame pistol and we were trying to give him ideas? Last I knew, he hadn't settled on anything yet. I think he was trying to save up some money for something, but... Uh... Speaking of metal frame 1911s, I got a call from Sports World yesterday or Friday, and my uh, 10 millimeter TriStar 1911 is there. Really? Waiting on me to come get it. Awesome. So if I can get done working tomorrow in time, I'm gonna go pick that up. Now he said he hasn't bought anything yet. It's a very hard decision to make. He says, favorite was 45, of course, but new to the place, didn't want to upset anyone by recording. Hmm. I don't know about everywhere. I know it to ranges I've been to. As long as you ask, they usually don't mind. But <clears throat> I, just, always... I don't ever ask. I just record at my range. Hell with them. Yeah, well, I you do. own a place, though. Yeah. Uh, the that. indoor range that we go to, uh, I just... Did a video, I was like, screw it. There's nobody else here. <laughs> you know. 
So Ron Wayne's in the audience. Good day, y'all, he says. Have you seen the ticket prices for Six Flags? I don't know if you want to do that. No, I'm sure I don't. He's got the money. $80 a ticket. Good Lord. Oh, that's not that much more than Silver City. Silver City's about that too now. Is that oh, right? It's, re it's ridiculous, yeah. the prices. Wow. My, I can get veterans discount, and it, even then, it's still all about forty to fifty a ticket. I thought I'd like to go back to Silver Dollar City again one of these days, but uh, I ain't paying that damn money. Silver Dollar City's worth it because everything in Brand—I mean, it's show in Branson's forty bucks a ticket. Like when we thought when it's on the president's forty. But so you get Silver Dollar City, you've got all the other stuff, not just the rides. You've got the whole everything else they have there. You can go shoot a black powder gun. Uh, I can do that in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. You can do that in your backyard, too, but. Well, you can. You can, but shouldn't. Shouldn't. Mike White says Disneyland is way higher than that. Back, back in the day, Disney World didn't cost anything more than what a other amusement park would. It wasn't that. It wasn't the tickets to the park that cost you. It was the damn hotel. I will report that our motel this time was way nicer than the last one. Well, it about have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, on your list of standards, you know, it's a, if you compare anything, we were talking about that. Anything you compare to the days in Livonia, Georgia, you're always going to be better. There's nothing that can be worse. So John Z said, place I'm at is called Sound of Freedom. Nice place and great customer service. Busy on Sundays, apparently. Well, cool. Yeah, last time... I can't remember what it cost to get into Disneyland when I was there, but that was in like 1996. I think it was like $32. <laughs> 500 Magnum. I've been there a couple times. 500 Magnum says, Gary, do you like 357 SIG? I've never shot it. Yes, I do. I don't like buying the ammo, though. Yeah, the, the normal one-day ticket price for Six Flags is $45, but right now they're like 80 because they also have that haunted house thing. So that adds to it. I was thinking Tildar City was 60-something apiece. I don't know, I have to look. I'm driving, so I'm not going to. It was pretty high. But it's... It's got so much more than that. It's got all the shows and all that stuff. I enjoy just walking around there watching the glass blowing and the blacksmith and all that. Oh, yeah. The train ride. Because, of course, you got the train ride where they actually hold up the train and stuff like that. That's yeah, you got the train robbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
they have subscription service for freaking Six Flags? If you went for all, yeah, if you want it for all their parks, it's nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> Good lord, nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. But that's unlimited visits. You, you could go every day if you wanted. That'd be all right if you lived where there was one. Mm-hmm. Mike White says, I can get into Disneyland for free as my daughter is an engineer there, not a train engineer. Cool. I thought he was going to say he's gonna, all you got to do is hop the wall. Yeah, you can get in Wally World for free if you punch the moose in the face. That's true. Well, you got to have a BB gun, too. Mm -hmm. Wife and I, we were going to go to Baltimore and go to Six Flags and just check out the haunted house and stuff that they have because we've been saying we wanted to do that one of these years. But then we saw the ticket prices, like, nope, we'll pass on that. So John Z says, well, I'm going to head off to do some food shopping, so I'll catch you guys and gals later. Thanks, Gary and panel and gallery for keeping me company this morning. Well, thank you. He says, stay safe, y'all, and have a great Sunday. You too. Later, John. Uh, see, Kingpin says... He says, save money and visit the crappiest place on earth where dreams come to die. Washington, D.C. or Baltimore. Your choice. Anywhere within that corridor between Baltimore and Annapolis would qualify. So 500 Magnum says, Gary, your thoughts on 32 Smith & Wesson Lawn. I don't have any. Never. Never touched it. Any of you guys do that? And our guy that shot all the strange caliber single shot, he's not on right now. So. Well, that's an old caliber. That goes, that, that goes way back. I'm old, but the bad thing is I wasn't into guns until just a few years ago. So. I might I be old. I think that might even Gary. Yeah. Might. Surprisingly. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to believe. What else is hard to believe is we are in hour number four of the early bird chat. It is afternoon. It is 12.03 p.m. Central Daylight Time. I'm going to go back in time in uh, 39 miles. Yes, you are. You're being asked about 22 Hornet out there, Gary. (laughs) I don't know anything about 22 Hornet either. 22 Hornet is a centerfire 22 caliber round. It, it moves pretty good. I'd like to try that. It's a good small game round. So Vanessa Kitty is out there in the chat. Hello, Vanessa. Still have 21 people out there hanging in there this last hour. I know some folks are going to take off and go watch the sports ball. 
my team doesn't play until this evening. My Chiefs are... My Chiefs are going to be in uh, Tampa. Evidently. Well, they haven't, I guess they didn't, they, Tampa didn't get hit, so they were going to have a game there. They said if it got hit very bad, they were going to have it in Minnesota or somewhere. Yeah, they evidently decided it was still, still okay to have it there, so. I forgot where they said, Michigan, Minnesota, somewhere. They had a plan if it got hit. Yeah, it was uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, where they were going to move it. So, did your Cowboys win yesterday, Snob? Well, yeah. They, they took Baylor out pretty good. They're, they're number one in the Big 12 now. And they will be as soon as it comes out. Absolutely. It was between them and Baylor on who was going to be the one to be the Big 12 this year. So I guess that ESPN College Game Day is going to be in Lawrence, Kansas for the first time in history next Saturday. Oh, that ought wow. to be interesting. Who are they playing next week? Is it Texas Tech? I believe, let's Tech's see. Kind of good this year. No, I'm TCU. Oh, TCU, TCU yeah. TCU. After they both beat the Sooners, that's going to be a good game. That's why game day decided to go. I'm sure. Did you see Georgia almost lost to Missouri? Missouri? Yeah, they barely pulled that one out. They, I was so hoping they'd lose to it was so close. Yeah, if you folks out there can't tell, Snob just loves the SEC. Yeah, I think it's hilarious that OU's going to the SEC after they get their butt hammered by the Big 12, and now they're going to go to the SEC. Let them go. They can't even compete in the Big 12 this year. Let's see. So, Kingpin says, what kind of... What's his name out there? Who? Who'd you say, Snob? I think I, I just said, how's USC doing since the OU coach went out there? Riley went out there. Well, I'm trying to pull up. I am paying attention to him. Let's see. Trying to see. This thing's hard to read. Let's see. They they beat Rice. They beat Stanford. They beat Fresno State. They beat Oregon State. And they beat Arizona State yesterday, so they're undefeated. Now, well, I don't know how good Stanford is, but I know Arizona State's garbage this year. 
Looks like they're ranked sixth in the country right now. So. Oh really? Mm-hmm. USC is so. Evidently, pretty good. We got some dad jokes out here. Yeah, keeping with the dad jokes. What kind of tea do foot sports players drink? And the answer is penalty. Wow. Why did the Why didn't the dog want to play football? Because he was a boxer. Uh, why didn't the skeleton play football? His heart wasn't in it. <laughs> And where do football teams get uniforms from? Well, New Jersey, of course. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that Pretty good dad jokes for for a younger guy like that, that's for sure. See, we had some talk about 22, uh, 22 Magnum earlier. Uh, it's like 17 HMR talk out there. We're just going from caliber to caliber out there. I do like me some 22 Magnum, that's for sure. I still want to get a 22, is that 22B or whatever? That is a neat round. I've never shot one, never seen one, never anything. I've researched some, they're so neat. Or it's actually made a revolver in it. In 22 what? It's like 22B. It's like B-E-E-E or something. I don't remember what it is. B-U-F might. Huh. I'd have to look it up again. It was really neat. I did a bunch of studies on it one time because I saw it somewhere. Or saw it, you know, on like a video or something. It's really cool. Kingpin says 17 Hornet for the win. Ron Wayne says, Mama say foosball is a devil. <laughs> Your mama was wrong. <laughs> Good shot, Carl Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> DM Fuss said the leper football game had to be canceled because there was a handoff in the end zone. That's kind of like the leper hockey game had to be canceled because there was a face-off in the corner. <laughs> Keep going, a moves going to start telling dead baby jokes out there. You know why you never play cards with a leper? See, they always throw their hand in. Now we're going to get into leopard jokes. Yeah. Next thing you know, it'll be dirty Johnny jokes, and then we'll have to we'll have to end the show. <laughs> well, a few weeks ago, we were getting into the blonde jokes. <laughs> Don't want to hurt anybody's feelers now. No, oh, it's okay. None of us are in the Air Force Academy. Five hundred Magnum says five hundred special rules all Gary. Vanessa Kitty said just watched a video on hunting ram and hogs with fifty three and seventy two caliber AEA large caliber PCP air guns. Hmm. 
I've heard about taking a big game of these air guns. That'd be the next thing Snob gets into, is these high-powered air rifles. Uh, I can't afford to get into them, or I would. I think they're really neat. I'd like to have a 357 one. 35 caliber would be pretty cool. B&W Woods just said Mar Mariners made the playoffs. Go Mariners slash sports ball. Cash EDC says, go Browns, let's go. Now that's something you don't hear too often. What? Anybody being a Browns fan? Don't hear a lot of that in here. It's like a Bears there's, fan. There's only like there's only like three Browns and three Bears fans in the country. I only know one Bears fan, and that's Obi. Yeah. Uh, Jason Stewart was a Browns fan. He's like, I had it. He hit. He had enough. He threw in the towel this year. Kingpin says, "Cash EDC just had to use a restroom." The only way the Browns have ever been to the Super Bowl. They never have. <laughs> nope. Unless it was a giant toilet. I know, no. When you take them to the Super Bowl, yeah. They they flush their season every year. They totally misunderstood how you get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's there's a reason why they're the Cleveland Browns. So what is, I guess I've kind of uh, lost track of, by golly, the Mariners have clinched the wild card in the American League. That is true. Looks like the Astros have clinched in the Western Division of the American League. Believe it or not, the Cleveland Guardians have clinched the Central Division. It's the Indians. Cleveland Indians. Screw it. It looks like in the East we're talking the Yankees. Yay. Yeah. So we have three wild cards now? How does uh, that work? I don't know. Because they're showing the Blue Jays and the Rays and the Mariners all three clinching wild card. Multiple rounds, I guess, now. more. Uh, I don't think more. that's right. I don't now, know. I now, don't in the National I... League, in the East, it's still up for grabs between the Braves and the Mets for the Eastern Division title. Now, in the Central... Uh, St. Louis Cardinals have clinched the Central Division in the National League. And everybody's least favorite team, the Dodgers, <laughs> with apologies to Mike White out there, <laughs> the Dodgers have easily clinched the Western Division. So there's your Major League Baseball update. Another service we provide here on the Early Bird Chat for those who care, all three of you. Rob D says sports ball barf. I haven't paid attention to baseball in years. So I was like, I don't know, did they change the rule again? 
Well, if the Royals aren't in it, which they're far from it this year, I always look for the Cardinals maybe to make the playoffs, and it looks like that's going to happen. I can root for the Cardinals. Anybody else? I don't care. Now, Sarge is a big Braves fan. The only time I ever she would be. The only time I ever watch baseball is a lot of times I watch the World Series because I always enjoy watching. Yeah, now, apparently they they have three rounds now before the World Series. You got the wild card, the divisional series, and then the championship series in each uh, in the National League and the American League. What was you gonna say, Snob? I think you got cut off. Oh, I was just grabbing about the speed on. I said all I wanted to say. Oh, okay. Dan Fuss says if the Yankees played Hezbollah in the playoff, I still wouldn't root for them. <laughs> uh, Vane Insanity says... Attraction. I... Go ahead. I was just going to say on that blue attraction sign beside the road, it said outdoor range. Shooting range that had a target on it. Nice. Like the, like the food and stuff. Yeah. Never seen that before. So Vane Insanity says, I play ball just seeing how far it goes by caliber and green. Uh, Kingpin says, remember this week in baseball, Twib Notes? Yes, I used to watch this week in baseball every week. Yep. Um, Hello, this is Mel Allen. When you went to the Pirate Games, they would have it on in the stadium. Oh, yeah, they did that at the Royal Stadium, too. Yeah, here's the bracket if you share my screen for the MLB playoffs. So there are three rounds and then the World Series. So That's what it looks like right now. What in the world? This is MLB.com. This is their, the Major League Baseball's website. So there's four different? Yeah, you got the wild card, the divisional series, you know, the championship, the league championship, and then the World Series. Oh, so three wild cards and one division champion on each side, I see. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, kind of almost like how they do it in football now. Or how wow. football used to do it, I should say. Interesting. So will the Braves make it two in a row? Now Sarge is a Braves fan, also kind of a Yankees fan, so maybe both his teams will make it into the series this year. Well, it's funny because they're in their right spots. They're both number two. I'm not a fan of either team. So Cardinals, <laughs> Phillies. And then we've got the Padres and the Mets right now. If the postseason started today. Okay. Then in the American League, we have the Rays and the uh, Guardians. And then the Mariners and the Blue Jays. Interesting. Yeah. Again, this is as of today, if the playoffs started today. 
I'm not sure how many how long they got to go because again I haven't been paying attention to baseball. I haven't in years. Well, at least most of them don't take a knee to the national anthem anyway. Yeah, they just started that. They, they just expanded the postseason, by the way. It's, it explains all that down here in this paragraph. They, moved, they went from having 10 playoff teams to 12 playoff teams. So G-Webs had the jump out. So thanks to G-Webs for being here. It's probably like Rob getting sick from all the sports ball talk. Well, yeah, probably that. And I know he's wanting to keep track of the gun rights policy conference going on. So uh, it's possible he may even be hosting something. I don't have my YouTube screen up. I don't even know what's going on on YouTube right now. Except my show. Uh, we still have 23 people out there, so uh, thank you for being here. We still have a few minutes to go. We're watching the gun snob travel cross-country. He is heading west. I believe you're, you're in Alabama now? Um, still just barely in Georgia. I don't know, 10 miles or something Alabama. Oh, okay. I 39, I 39 a minute ago, so I'm probably a little farther now. So, Snob is following Horace Greeley's advice. Going west, young man? Yes. Uh-huh. 15, 15 miles to Alabama. That's all the mile marker. Uh, 500 Magnum says, Are you a fan of 10-gauge, Gary? Never shot it. Uh, never shot it. Uh, Snob has 10-gauge, don't you? No, I have a 10-gauge. It's fun. Yeah, I've never shot it. One of these days, I'm going to get up to Snob's place. He's never invited me, for one thing. So, As many times I've been in Oklahoma, he's never had me over to his place. So. And, and I even own a Jeep. Now I could actually get there. <laughs> I believe he just lost service. That or he come to us. Yeah, I can hear you now. Hello? Oh, okay. I was talking. Oh. Yeah, I was just saying, I've never gotten invited to your place, and I even have a vehicle I could possibly get I know, there. I, that's what I said. I said, you got a Jeep, you can get out there now without whining about it. Yeah, I don't want to come invi uninvited. I might get shot. Why? <laughs> yeah. Get off by uh, Snob's trained... Attack or armadillo. his attack dogs. No, it's attack armadillo. The one that lives under his shed. That's true. Between his hogs and his armadillo. And one time I think there was a uh, goat that was running around there that was masquerading as a sheep. Well, that so, one would get up into your car and just pee all over the place. Might. Uh, Rob D. says, going to Snob's place is a great way to get on the government's bad list, Gary. I'd be careful. Now it's a UPS, I'd probably get on their bad side if they saw me out there. Of course, they're already kind of mad at me anyway. So. so Kingpin says, if you get shot, it will be by Mystic Guns. She missed aiming at someone else. 
Yeah, if she was going to shoot him, she'd have probably already shot him by now. Uh, Vain Insanity says, We all need a good get-together, get guns and barbecue as the cook, and have a good time at the range. Well, I hear Snob can cook. He always says he can, anyway. Haven't had... Don't believe I've had any of his cooking. Haven't had I haven't had snobs cooking. I have had let's see Clovertech cooked hamburgers one time when we were in Tulsa, I believe. I still don't know what's happening in Tulsa this next month. We don't even have a place to stay. I don't know who all's coming, to tell you the truth. I know I'll be there and Snob will be there. The rest of them, I'm not sure who all's coming. So Vain Insanity says, Snob versus Guns and Barbecue Cook-Off. Unless something crazy happens to Yeah, but you got way more choice of meat. You got way more choice of meat, though. You could just smoke a whole cow. You could do that. Just put it in the ground like a pig. Um, put an apple in its mouth. Yeah, there you go. Wrap it in banana leaves. An apple in a cow's mouth. Now, that's a new one. I suppose you could. That doesn't mean you should, necessarily. As Sarge would say. Uh, I, I'm thinking you should probably go ahead and skin the cow first, though. I'm like, you know. <laughs> you probably should. Idea. Yeah, you probably should, yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a great idea to do. Now, 500 Magnum says, Imagine the recoil of an 8-gauge. I'd love that, Gary. Uh, I probably would not love oh, that. What, what you could do with the yeah, cow is take gauge. a... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to make a stupid joke, so go ahead. <laughs> and I run it. Well, you guys... You guys decide on who's going to talk. Yeah. What, what, uh, I was going to say, if you're going to do the cow, instead of skinning it, you can just take a flamethrower and burn all the hair off of it. And, you know. Doesn't quite work that way, I don't. Yeah, sure. You just burn all the hair off on one side, flip it over, and turn you know to the other side, and then throw it in the hole. You eat it. I want it skinned first. Well, I didn't say it would be easy to cut it. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be easy at all. I'm not sure it's going to taste real good by that leather. I feel a little chewy. I feel a little chewy. Hey, yeah, you can have something you can chew on for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Well, no, you, you, when you skin that off after it's cooked and you give that to the dogs that you want. Okay. You try it and let me know how it tastes, okay? Mm. 
So Vane Insanity right. says, Cal with a giant rotisserie, you'd have to be a damn big rotisserie. Or a damn tiny cow, one or the other. So Buck says, Rich White, Kingpin, you coming to Tulsa? Not as far as I can know, and then there's something uh, really weird happens between now and then. It's just a few miles drive. Uh-huh. You could fly. Somebody'd pick you up. I'd have I mean, to be able to get to the airport. I mean, come on. We picked up Night Strike. We'll pick you up. Well, I didn't pick up Night Strike. Somebody did. Yeah, pro- the problem, like I just said, is getting to the airport. <laughs> you don't have an airport there? We do not have a major airport here, no. You we don't have Uber here. Uh, huh? Why don't you have that far from Baltimore? Baltimore is like two and a half, three hours from here. Oh, I thought it was like an hour, hour and a half. No. Where's the airport? Either Pittsburgh, Baltimore, or D.C. They're all about equal distance. Rob D. says, Uber rich, or bus, or taxi. Just or just does. say, hey, what? Take me and drop me off at the airport. That's right. That's what I do. Say, hey, uh, woman. The problem is, she's the one that works. <laughs> she doesn't work all I the understand. time. You just have to just, schedule your flight. Just a belt. She, remember, she's in healthcare. She works almost all the time. Rob says Uber or Lyft will drive you two hours. We don't have either here. Not here they won't. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have Uber or Lyft here. Yeah, out here in the middle of nowhere, we don't have such things. I know, because I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to fly out of Wichita Airport in January, which I have never flown out of Wichita before, so that should be an experience. I'm sure it'll be easy. Wichita is a small airport. It's going to be nice. It's an international airport. Yeah, so is Melbourne and Tulsa. Tulsa was a lot more trouble than Melbourne. Melbourne was so freaking easy. That airport's tiny, five terminals. Yeah, that would be a great idea, Rob, if any of them had their damn driver's license. None of your kids have a driver's license? No, they keep, all of them come up with excuses why they can't get their license. DM Foss says, Rich, with that kind of... You won't get there with that attitude. The power of positive thinking. Well, I, I'm positive that I don't have a right to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> he says... Rob says, friends? <laughs> what friends? <laughs> Rich is an asshole. He doesn't have friends. <laughs> Not in this town. There are all other places. Or maybe he meant the cast of Friends was going to come by and pick you up. Oh, yeah. So I need Matthew Perry to show up at my front door. But no one told me Rich was going to be this way. 
you just run that theme song for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, looky here. Alabama State Live. Oh, you're going to you're going to change time zones real quick. Entering Central Time Zone. Oh, my truck changed. My phone's done changed. Now he's in the right time zone. About time. My phone's done changed. Hillbilly Epp says, Here in the Ozark Mountains, you'd have better luck finding a horse to ride before you'll find an Uber and so on. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much the same here. Yeah, here, where I live, you might as well just go out on the... On US 75 and stick your thumb out if you want to ride. I, that was my next option for rent. I was going to pick Just get you a sign that says Tulsa or bust. <laughs> <laughs> Rob D says that would be a huge hit on my manhood if I couldn't get around when I wanted. Must suck to be at others' mercy. It absolutely sucks. Yeah, we'll have to... We'll have to figure out how to get you here someday. That's all there is to it. Oh, I could have made it a couple years ago, but... She tells me, oh, you can go... Like, a day after... Cycle Camp and John Z had already been through here because Cycle Camp was going to pick me up and Nick, he did uh, John Z. But, yeah. She told me a day, she told me like a day too late. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, I even got an extra bed in the room so you wouldn't even have to pay for a hotel. It's like, cool. And then she does her usual thing and screws everything up. But I'm not surprised. Yeah, see? Wives are just trouble. I'm gonna be married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I have a cat. Cat never tells me I can't go anywhere. Nah, he just tries knocking stuff off of your desk. Yeah, he does. He can knock all the stuff he wants to off there when I'm gone. But yeah, I've got uh, got TriggerCon coming up next week, next Saturday. Kind of, kind of excited about that. Snobby and I will be there, and and it won't be long at all. Probably what another five weeks, four or five weeks in Wanamaker. And then give it about another two months, and then it's time for Shot Show. Then about three months after that, it'll be time for NRAM. Be lots of traveling going on here in the next six months or so. Now, Chris Lang says, we don't have Uber or taxi service. If you really need a ride, I think the sheriff's office will give you one. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think the sheriff's office will drive all the way to Tulsa. You just keep going to the county line and getting getting a ride from a different sheriff's office every time to the next county line, and you'll eventually get there. That's right. Uh-huh. You get started now. You'd have plenty of time. 
Now, with my luck, we'll come across some anti-2A sheriff, and they'll be like, oh, go screw yourself. You could run into somebody like Single Shot. He could just take you all the way down there, drop you off at Snob's place or something like that. What the hell? I don't want rich. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, Snob. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see. So Rob says that's the wife's single best friend for a ride, and the wife will probably find a way. All her friends are married. Yeah. Guns and barbecues out there. Fortieth thumb up. Welcome, guns and barbecue. But my up though. Yeah, you guys could carpool together. Hmm. I said you and guns and barbecue could carpool together. <laughs> yeah, that'd be real good. Neither one of us are allowed to drive. Let's see. Kingpin says, call Burger King and tell my girl I said she needs to give you a ride. I need more napkins. <laughs> now, Hillbilly Epp says, most usually your sheriff will not let you bring your cooler of beer along. Yeah, that's true. They're kind of funny about that. So I see DM Foss is out there. I believe he had the overnight chat last night. Did you get to see any of that, Rich? No, I did not. I did not either. I got sleepy early. I went to bed at twelve thirty. Before right before DM show started, I was gonna stay up and try to at least say hi. I usually do, but it's like eh, I'm tired. I'm gonna turn in. Yeah, so, I went to, I went to bed right after we did the wrestling show last night and then woke up like an hour after Faust had finished his show so I didn't get to see anything. I presume it was a good show. It usually is. Vane and Sandy says you could try calling Uber Eats and see if they would give you a ride. Food and drive sounds like a win-win. Don't have the, we don't have Uber, so we don't have Uber Eats either. Dang, you're just in a heck of a mess. Could you mail yourself there? Uh, I don't think the post office will allow that. UPS will come and get you. That would cost too much FedEx. Now, I know UPS will take you right to Snow's place. They might leave you at the Dollar General there in Chelsea, though. That's FedEx that does that. Oh, okay. But Chelsea's not a bad place. They got a nice Mexican restaurant there. I've eaten there before. Like, heck, I may end up staying at Chelsea again this year. I don't know. 
I don't know what I'm doing for Wanamaker. Need to discuss that here soon. I don't know, but I'm 64 miles from Bucky's and I'm ready to eat. Well, you'll be there in about 15 minutes. Um, I'm doing 86 right now. I get to this traffic, I'll be there a lot quicker. Well, what are you going to have at Bucky's? I don't know. I had the brisket, chopped brisket yesterday, or Friday, so I don't know what I'll get to Their brisket is hard to beat, that's for sure. It's good. No, it's not Arthur Bryan's, but... Of course, the last time we had Arthur Bryant's, that was kind of an experience like no other, too. So. <laughs> it was Mother's Day 2021, as I recall. It's been that long since I've had Arthur Bryant's? Wow. Need to get snob up here and go to Shields again one of these days. Now, Hillbilly Up says, you could try online dating. Ask the girl to come pick you up and drop you off. I don't think my wife would appreciate that. She might not. Well, your wife might give you a ride then to the airport for a one-way ticket. And, and Rob wants to know why I can't take a bus because we don't have a bus terminal here. You know, Greyhound don't stop here. And we don't have regular public transportation, so that don't work either. Greyhound but, stops in freaking Chelsea! Hell yeah! The hell you can't get a Greyhound? Where the hell you live in West Virginia? Oh yeah, it's West Virginia, never mind. It's almost as backwards as Mississippi. Almost. <laughs> It's almost heaven, West Virginia. I guess Greyhound doesn't go to heaven either. So. Well, not this part of West Virginia, anyway. <laughs> Rob says, I thought you lived in America, Rich. <laughs> I do. I don't live in New York. Do you, have a, do you have a train that goes through there? You could hop on and catch an Amtrak somewhere. No, well, that's... Too far of a walk from here. Oh, so you Is actually Buck still do. Who? Buck? Buck? Hey, was a second ago. Yeah, Amtrak's all the way up in Cumberland. So. I, should be, I should be going to Buckstown, you know, on six or seven a night. He ought to come outside and wave at me as I go by. Trying to. Let's see, I saw him. Yeah, he was there back there, so. Yeah, I think he's out here and around. Yeah. Problem with Amtrak, you need money for it. That's that's an issue. That's what credit cards are for, man. Now you sound like Squib. Rob says, I've heard people get rides from Facebook by offering payment. Yeah, but they may disappear. Or you could just give them some of your, uh, you've got some Bitcoin or something, don't you, saved up? Or... Nope, I don't do that crypto crap. 
I have no crypto whatsoever. Well, Snob does a crypto. <laughs> Join the club, me either. I spent a lot you of money on crypto. crypto. It's just sure not worth it. Sure I, <laughs> I think I'm in the negative <laughs> right now. Fools. Crypto's fool's gold. Now nah, Snob's going to get gonna rich on the crypto. You should be buying it up right now, Snob. I actually told myself I'll buy it a little bit more. Yeah, get you about $10,000 worth. Wait for mm -hmm. it to come back. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You only live once. Yeah. Live in the poorhouse, too. See, Vain Insanity says U.S. military might give a ride in an aircraft or a vehicle. There ain't a major military post around here, so that wouldn't work either. How about aliens? Could you <laughs> get abducted in a UFO and taken to Tulsa? But then I, I don't want to end up like Cartman, where every time he farts, he has a big satellite dish come out of his butt. I was going to say, just make sure you take your own lube. I heard they don't bring good lube. <laughs> Sam of Anarchy says, I say invest in gold and silver. I'm considering it myself. I say invest in ammunition. It'll always be worth something. Well, we have, we're in the last 15 minutes. So, uh, ammunition. I drove right by the Remington ammunition plant Friday. It's a pretty big plant. Oh, yeah? Did you stop in and see if they had any free samples? Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it this morning and getting a truckload. I'm just tell them you're uh, Oklahoma's own gun snob. Yeah, just tell them who you are, man. So you don't yeah. realize. I'm a big deal. If they say no, get out of here. We'd be like, don't you know who I am? It works for the politicians. He'd be walking up there and they'd say, I know you. You're that guy. That YouTube guy. Yeah. You're uh, nothing fancy, right? <laughs> I was going to say, you're oh, a boxer. Sure ain't nothing fancy. Now, Vain Insanity says enough Taco Bell or Chipotle might get you there. You legit become an aircraft, but then Arizona laws, LOL. Well, yeah. if that worked, the gun snob could just go to uh, Red Lobster. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not air from Red Lobster. Let's see. Chris Lang says, is Snob that trucker that passes another trucker doing 62 at 64? No. What the hell? I ain't no damn trucker, and I don't drive no 62. In a school zone, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm doing 87 right now. And I damn sure ain't driving no truck. I was doing 80 yesterday for a while. There's 
That's not true, because at 88 miles an hour, he should have taken off and went into the future. He doesn't have a flux capacitor. Oh, that's true. If he had some red lobster, he'd have some flux going on in there, though. Yeah, but he has to be careful so he doesn't pull with Joe Biden. That's true. Look at that, the road's just rushing, rushing beneath him as he flies down the interstate. Look at that. Wouldn't bother dang traffic, I'd be a lot farther ahead. Every time I get to make a good sign, some jack wagon pulls over in the left lane. Look at Snob go. Vane and Sandy's. Up, oh, yep, you're gonna get blocked in here in a minute. Jackass only going 85. Start honking and waving, flashing your lights. Hey, get out of my way. Rob D says, doing the speed limit is asking for trouble around here. They think you have something to hide. <laughs> Mike White says, I'm retiring in a year or two. That's why I said that. I'm retiring in a month or two. That's my goal, is to be unemployed by the end of this year. That's my goal, too, but I can't find anybody to pay my bills and give me money. So I guess I'll keep working. Yeah. Ron says, side draft him. Yeah. Forty nine miles, Bucky. You must be getting hungry. The hungrier he gets, the faster he goes, I tell you. No, I just got a little bit of hole in the traffic where I could drive. I can't help you there, unfortunately. Through every bottle and cup and everything away that I had to trip out. So. Yeah, just pull over to the side and go behind a tree somewhere. I have no problem with that, but other people might. So Vane Insanity says, Bucky's is a tasty place. Yes, it is. Unfortunately. Well, I'm on a road trip by myself. I only stop for gas and food at one stop. <laughs> nice thing about Bucky's is if you got to get out and stand up and walk around a little bit, that's a nice place to do it because you can definitely stretch your legs. 
and you can stock up on everything you need before you leave. Bad thing is, before you know it, you spent a hundred bucks. It's pretty easy to do. Chris Lang says, needing the bathroom will get you a speeding ticket. Now, that's why he's got this little doodad on his dash. That keeps him from getting speeding tickets. It's guaranteed he won't get speeding tickets. Yeah, guaranteed, huh? Could you not jinx me into getting one? When's the last time you got a speeding ticket? Oh, Lord. 2001? It's been a while, then. Yeah. I was in high school last time I got a ticket. Speeding. <laughs> Great. I, I don't think I've got a ticket since then. It doesn't mean I, I don't get stopped quite often. High school in 2001. Wow. <laughs> that makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, my, my son was in high school in 2001. Graduated in 2003. I graduated in 02. Now, Rob D says if Snob shows a little leg, he'll get out of a ticket. He might. He might. I do. Every now and then I show some side boob, too. Yeah, that should should definitely do it. That that would just get you a higher ticket. All right, so we got about five minutes to go, so let's go ahead and go through the panel. Let everybody give a chance to plug whatever they got coming up. And so, Rich, uh, once again, for those who are just now getting in here, you have a show later on this evening, right? Yeah, it'll be on the Unloaded Media Channel. The show is this week unloaded. That'll be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, so uh, check that out. I don't know what topic's going to be, but we'll come up with something. But it's going to be a good show, and people should definitely watch, right? I would assume. I I hope, anyway. You should like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Yes, please. I need would recommend it. All right. So, thank you for being part of the panel. Sam says, are you sure Snob isn't secret law enforcement? That's not police lights in the attachment to his windshield and travel states. Tra- well, he travel used, states, he, he used to be, so I mean, he he could be undercover. He is, knows. yeah, he is a former police officer, so he could very well be like a reserve officer or something like that. You never know, but better uh, volley. It's very possible. So anyway, I really work with the ATF. Well, there you go. So, uh, Gunsnob, what have you got to promote? I'm sure you've got some stuff coming up on your channel. Yeah. Yeah, I got some stuff going on. Keep an eye on it. And people should watch that. I got to right? have time to make videos, the problem. I got a bunch of stuff I need to record videos on at the house, and I haven't touched it because I don't have time. 
I'm not going to have time for next weekend. Maybe next Sunday I can get something done. Alrighty. Well, I certainly hope so. And of course, I wish you safe travels on the rest of your journey. And uh, again, I will be meeting with the gun snub next week at TriggerCon here in Kansas. So look forward to having some content from there. So thanks to Rich and the gun snub and also to G-Webs. And uh, who else do we have? Single Shot was on the panel also. So... Uh, Anyway, thanks to all of them, and of course, thanks to all of you for watching, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, and thanks to all those who will uh, listen to this later on in the podcast. If you're out there on the podcast, please send me an email, send that to info at gizzardgary.com, and let me know you enjoy the podcast. So, anyway, uh, next week, uh, Foul Territory, Friday nights, 9 p.m. Central. Foul Territory 190, and then next Sunday, Early Bird Chat 153, and that will be Sunday, once again, at 9 a.m. Central. So, uh, I'd like to also thank my patrons out on Patreon.com and my channel members on YouTube for their support of the channel. As always, I appreciate the support from everybody out there if you people out there with the comments you're the you're the guys who keep us having somebody to talk to out there uh sure appreciate it so anyway just a reminder just a reminder that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms as always give them the bird that's what i say so uh Make sure and support uh, some of the other live streams that come up today. And uh, what the heck. Thanks for watching. You guys stay safe and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Early Bird Chat is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and later released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, please visit our website at gizzardgary.com.